What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here and, a, and that's you. with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to the weekend, the wake-up show. I mean, from the weekend, the wake-up show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Appreciate y'all for being in here for another week. We ready to go. Hope you guys had a little bit of break from me. Maybe you caught up on my old content or the replays or whatever you did. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to everybody that was in the Sunday members live stream on Sunday morning and who was on the money mindset on Sunday night. So I do stream six times a week. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, just I take Saturdays off. So if you're a premium content member, you see me six times a week. You'd be like, damn. And that's you. You'd be like, I got money. <laughs> anyway, man, dude, I got so much to share in this show. I got so much to share. It's almost that. It's almost what is it? the research tells me. It's literally that. It's literally that I should save this for three shows. All right. The amount of information you're going to get today, I should literally sh save it for three shows. I mean, if I was a really smart content creator, I would not put this much into one. But there was so much that happened over the weekend. I feel like I'm late on a couple of stories, uh, specifically the Lori Hari story. But I got so much to share. It's absolutely crazy. So we're not going to waste any time today. We're going to go through a couple of TikTok trends, and then we'll go through Michael P. Jordan first. I'm sorry. We'll go through a couple of TikTok trends. Then we'll go through Michael B. Jordan, and then we'll go through um, we'll go through the the uh, the the black woman that's rejected the young nuclear physicist. We'll go through that one, and then we'll talk about Shakira towards the end. But uh, so much action pack. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. That's number one. Hit the like button, number one. Interact with this one. You can give me a thumbs down for all I care. Who cares? All right, let's go ahead and interact with the video. That's number one. Number two, to let your voice be heard or to support today's show. Hit the dollar sign, CGA Live. That is how you get, uh, that's how you get uh, your voice to be heard. That's your super chat for the meantime for the next month or two. And um, that's how you support the show. You don't have to say anything. If you don't want me to reveal your government name, because if your cash app is under your government name, let me know. I'll try not to reveal it up front. And then also you can support via PayPal if that's quicker for you. And that is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. There's a uh, there's a there's a world. There's a meeting, the American meeting or the meeting of Americas. I don't know what they call it here in Southern California, Los Angeles, to be specific. And your homeboy, Joe Biden, is here this weekend. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, man. Joe Biden is in the building. Uh, let's go ahead and acknowledge the cash apps, and then we'll get on with the show. Shout out to, oh, <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to name my son's barber. All right, I paid him. He didn't pay me. All right. Mr. Todd C is in the building. He says, show idea, generational trauma, generational trauma. Interesting. I love to explore generations. I think that's a good lane to um, talk about. And Gen Z is out of control, by the way. All right. Shout out to uh, Steve, uh, Steve J. Steve J, would you give them no attention? He says, when you give them no attention, they seek it out. Uh, in this day and age, uh, we talk about it now. The young women are able to monetize themselves in a variety of different ways, not just selling their body. But selling their body is one of them. But just monetizing themselves in terms of, uh, you know, focusing on career. And they will get in mountains and mountains of debt. You know what I mean? They'll take child support. There's a wonderful Dave Ramsey video that we're going to break down probably this week. Uh, they'll get themselves in mounds and mounds of trouble. And then they'll come looking for you. What happened? 
All right, shout out to no government name. He says, I appreciate the wisdom. Appreciate you, sir. Mikey Pressure is getting there. He's putting pressure on him, man. That's what we're doing. And these are people from the weekend, so I'm catching up. Russell R. Double, double R is in the building. He says, sharing the red pill knowledge. Thank you, sir. Somebody has a show idea. It's, uh, I can't say his name, but show idea, pasteurized, pasteurized beef for wedding. I have to check that out. I'm not sure what that means. Mr. Wallace is in the building. Not Chris Wallace, not Mike Wallace, but Mr. Wallace is in the building supporting 100%. Mario L is in the building. I need to work on these names, by the way. <laughs> Sorry about that. And Dre sends me some power. See, he sends me something. I don't know what that is. All right, apologies. I'm not sure what that is. Anyway, check in on the PayPal just real briefly. And then we're going to kick off the show with a couple of tick thought trends all right a popular video that i loaded up um, on my instagram that's going spreading it's gone viral and it's going to explain by the way just so you guys know i talk about relationships here i don't talk about women specifically i talk about relationship dynamics now i'm a male i'm going to speak from the male perspective so what you're going to hear is me talk about from a male perspective about the other side which is women that's normally how i've done relationships that's uh 100 exclusively how i've done them so when I'm talking about them, it's going to be from the male perspective about the other side. I'm not just coming on here just talking about women. And I'm not coming up here talking about gossip. What I do is show you, based on my philosophy, what's happening in these relationships and what you need to look out for in terms of red flags. Now, everything's alleged that I'm going to say. I'm going to preface that. And it's not guessing. It's actually predicting and using human nature to tell us what we're looking at so you guys can understand how to apply it to your life. All right, that's all I'm doing. I'm not gossiping, but I'm taking popular stories and I'm talking about them in a way that hopefully you can understand what's going on. Let me see. Cali West Miami is in the building. Cali West, uh, I've been checking out your channel. Keep your channel growing. Shout out to CGA and the coach gang. Thanks for broadcasting and showing Kaylee getting the five finger discount to the face by Tyrone on Twitter. All right, so that's another video that I'm going to share. I'm telling you, I got too much to share. Uh, equal rights and equal lefts. You should see the amount of simps and gumps and women coming on. Wait a minute, wait. And a lot of guys were in there supporting the equal rights equals left. And this this white woman comes in. She was drunk. She was white girl wasted. I've, I've warned you about white girl wasted. All right. White girl wasted is the thing. She was white girl wasted. She got into a brother's face. She slapped him. And then this dude reared back and he, and he laid her down. He laid the smack it down. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. Dudes were in there like equal rights equals left. That was the first part of the comments. And then once it went viral, people were, I can't believe people are talking about hitting. You should never hit a woman. Yeah, you should never hit a woman, but you can hit a B. <laughs> you can slap the shit out of a bitch. <laughs> Look, they're like, oh, the little hit that she, the little hit that she did didn't do anything. So what? We need to teach people. And I teach my daughters and my female relatives, do not. Put your hands on a man in 2022. Because all men, you guys got to understand, and people have to understand this. All men that are under the age of 35 have grown up hearing that women are equal. We've grown up watching Kill Bill. We've grown up watching women's WWE wrestling main events. The women can do the main events. We've seen you guys. We got Sasha Banks. We got Naomi. We got Bianca Belair. We got all of these girls out there. We got Becky, Becky Lynch. Hey, hey, look, we got Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Woo! We got Charlotte Flair. Yo, 
Don't tell me what you can't do all of a sudden when you want to hide behind the gender. We're equal now. This is how it goes. So if any woman puts hand, I don't care if you tried to knock that man out and nothing happened. The literally the, the fact that you tried is enough for anybody to uh, use their self-defense as a means to protect themselves. I mean, who knows what people are going to do these days? So I always tell, <laughs> I always tell people, don't, I don't care. Look, she hit that little slap did nothing. So what? Wham, bad girl, she Hulk, Captain Marvel. All <laughs> right, stop it. Stop it with the, well, she, well, she's just a little woman. Nope. Mm -mm. Whip her ass into the rope, big boot. Bounce off them rope, leg drop. All right, come on, man. This is WWE. I don't care who it is that do this. This is what people have to understand about people. And, and guys, I'm going to tell you, guys, watch who you pop off at the lip at. So I'm giving advice to women. Guys, watch out, watch out who you pop off on. You don't know if they're having a bad day. You don't know if they lost their job, if they're broke, if they're on their last leg. They had another funny video of this homeless. He kind of looked homeless. It was a dude. He was on a bike laid out. And the dude walked up to his camera. I don't know why people record people all the time. He walks up to him on it with a camera. I can't show it because it has a firearm. And uh, he walks up to this uh, older black gentleman. He's kind of laid out. He looks homeless. It looks like he got some stuff around him. He walks up to him and the dude goes in his jacket and pulled out the jammy. He was like, what? He's like the older dude and the, the dude that's recording. Oh, man, put that thing down. You don't know what people have on them. You don't know. What what's gonna set them off? So dudes, don't pop off at the lip. Don't get road rage and think you're gonna walk up somebody somebody's window and knock on their window and not get the feedback back. <laughs> okay, do not get the feedback and yo going flatline. Look what happened to Philadelphia, by the way. All right, let's get back into the show. All right, uh oh, TikTok trends. So let's see here. I'm gonna put this one up first. Wait a minute. Let me share the video. Let me see. Let me make sure I don't. I guess we're going to win a right. World Series. So this one's about the Hall Pass. Check this one out. I put this on my Instagram. This is the one. You might not follow me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Instagram.com or uh, at Coach Greg Adams TV. At Coach Greg Adams TV is my Instagram. So this is a young woman who went viral. Uh, we don't know if this interviews are staged. We don't know. All right. We don't know. I'm judging by these the Gump boyfriends demeanor i don't think this is stage you know you have to figure out if it's a stage interview or something like this this seems to be spur of the moment and when i tell you do not judge relationships by the fact that people are in one do not judge them by success like right when i tell you relationships are disastrous then the first thing a normie is going to do is say look at i see people in relationships all the time mm. when i say marriages are disastrous the next gump is going to do, well, people are married. These people are still married. They've been married for 15 years. Mm. So what? <laughs> All right. That means nothing. The, you, it, you know, the male could be just dealing with it. The male could just be happy to have just an occasional sex partner. He knows no better. He doesn't even know what's going on. Um, let's go ahead and play the video. Listen to this one. I guess we're going to win a World Series, but you had to give each other a hall pass. Would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, why who, who does she have to who does she have she to can pick anyone who you want? Who would you pick? Anyone in the world? My ex-boyfriend? Oh my god. 
Who would you pick? Uh, mm, you. Aw. I'm sorry. Why the ex-boyfriend? We're going to fight about this. Why the ex-boyfriend? Um, He's gone. You can tell me. He was a good lover. Oh, okay. Wow. So I don't think that was a stage video. It seemed pretty authentic. Uh, but let me tell you something. Let's go ahead and put a picture of your boy up. Uh, where's he at? Where's the gump? Here's the gump. Here's the gump. By the way, this salami smuggler right here. All right. This salami. Yeah, this is the gump right here. This the gump. Uh, by the way, his girlfriend is a salami smuggler. All right. Uh, I'm just letting you know. She has all the signs of a classic college, post-college salami smuggler. All right. This, this person has been on the carousel. All right. She's been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. I, I know my I know my Beckys. I know my Kayleys. She has the telltale signs of a woman who is a five or a six with makeup and hair dye and a good decent haircut who all who 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 gets ran through by chads nines and tens all the time she gets piped down viciously by chads she has all the telltale signs like she will she will give chads this i know we make a big deal about chad chad and tyrone this is a classic alpha widow she's been chatted so much that she has no feelings inside you know, they say, ain't got no feeling inside. <laughs> you ain't got no kind of feeling inside. Where's, 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 uh, where's Shaka Khan when I need her? Where's Shaka Khan? This girl been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. All right. Now, this goofball that she's with right here. And by the way. She about to be a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, just so we know. I mean, she's hiding it right now, but I can see by the shape of that chinny chin chin. I can say by the shape of that chinny chin chin, she about to be in another year or two. She going to be pushing weight. Okay, she going to be pushing weight. And not only that, if somebody, if she does deliver a baby, she will never come down. She will not make my love come down. Ooh, you make my love. Come down. She won't make that weight come down. I want that weight all the way down. She's going to be, she's going to be a uh, busted Pillsbury biscuit can for shiggity. For shiggity. All right. She's going to be plumper, which is, she's still going to have a somewhat of a quote unquote pretty face. It's just that she has a plain face. You know what I mean? But she's going to be bust. She's going to be, she's going to be, the diets won't work the same. The diets will not work the same. All right, so with that being said, uh, this is sad. What's sad is the Gump said when he was, first of all, let me show you the red, first red flag. Let's break it down. I guess we're going to win a World Series, but you had to give each other a hall pass. Would you do it? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, classic Gump sign. Uh, this is the problem with men between the ages of 20 and 33. 20 and 33, young men do not have any leverage. Young men do not have any leverage. So he asked the question about the hall pass. Look at where the microphone is pointed. 
So any classic male that grew up in the 90s or the 2000s, that was a question for you. Hall pass was a question for you. It wasn't a question for the woman. He pointed the microphone at him and his dumb ass. Look at his dumb ass. He don't even know what to say because he doesn't want to ruin his chance at his one occasional sex partner. Occasional. Because she's getting it from other people. I'm going to tell you that right now. She is not. She has. Look at her eyes, bro. Look at that thousand cocks there. She's getting. She's getting it from other men. For sure. For shiggity. You are just the guy that's going to take her to the Yankees game. Goofball. All right. So he has no leverage. He doesn't even answer the question. And she answers the question. Look. Look, let's look at it again. She answers the question. A hall pass. Would you do it? Absolutely. We, bro, we wasn't asking you. We was asking the man. But nope, she jumped right in there. Absolutely. You know why? Because he's already got hall passes. <laughs> she already. <laughs> I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. She's been sugar daddy to the, to the brink, to the brink all the way. She's probably in the age of, I give her 25, 26. She's been already sugar daddied out. She've already been. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. And she jump in. Oh, absolutely. Huh? What? What you talking about? Watch this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who does she have to? Who does she have she to? Pick? Wait, 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 wait. You hear the next question? This is between men between the ages of 20 to 33, but no leverage. Now he asks, who does she get the pick? For her hall pass. Remember, the question was for him. If the Yankees win the World Series, does he get a hall pass? Hall pass is an exception, a sexual exception if in your relationship for something that happens, birthday or whatever it is. And then he asked, who does she get the pick for her hall pass? Bruh, are you joking? Dude, this is this is why our this is why our views in this sphere are going up because men have questions. Men are lost. Men between the ages of 20 and 33 with no leverage, they're gone. This dude asked, who does she get the pick? What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay, why who, who does she have to who does she have she to can have pick to? anyone who you want? Who would you pick? Oh, look at that face. She had flashbacks. She was like. She said, by the way, man, you can tell this girl's big. This girl's big. She's hiding it, but she's round. She's round. She's rotund. All right. She's not fat, though. She's not fat. She just, she extra. She extra. She was thick back in the day. Look at her face. She thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? Wait. What would you She looking like, bro. wait, who would I pick? Lord have mercy. Let me. Game over. She like, boy, I've been missing. I look at the excitement, guys. This is what the Bible's been trying to warn you about. About when women get to the point where they've got got some sexual expression, they can't come back. They cannot come back for that. <laughs> I love it. She was like, whoa! Look at the excitement. Let's go ahead and continue. Anyone in the world? Anyone in the world? My ex-boyfriend. She goes back to the ex-boyfriend, which is odd. But wait a minute. Her ex-boyfriend? Interesting. 
You know, you know, this Gump Brad is going, wait a minute, your ex-boyfriend, you still talk to him. You still text him. You still go to dinner dates with him. And I'm supposed to be okay with this. Not the ex-boyfriend. Oh <laughs> the uncomfortable, no leverage ass Gump. Look at this guy. He's uncomfortable with this. So he hides it with Brad laughter, though, the high Brad. This dude barely got a place to live when he when he fornicates with her. It's got to be quick before his mama comes home. All right. He has no leverage. Look at him. <laughs> what? The ex-boyfriend. This is men today. Look at him. He's like, God dang. Did she just say that? <laughs> and look at her in the back laughing. As she thinking about all the suck seeds, she's going to be guzzling. From her ex boy that she is currently guzzling. Currently. You pick. Uh now this is where it gets sad. Now this is where it gets, I thought it was sad. This is where it gets sad. She already called out, hey, I'm going back to these streets. In these streets. I'm going back to my ex-man. Who would you pick, sir? Uh, Wait, who would you pick? Hold up. <laughs> who would you pick, Gump? He still does not. Even when she's back in these streets, he still do, does not want to lose his one occasional sex partner. Uh, mm. She's like, come on, man. Don't you have sex partners, too, like I've been? Haven't you been run through like I have? Don't you have a... This is where women think it's easy for men to get laid. It's not. Not that guy. Not that guy. All right. And so she's like, don't you have exes? Don't you have this and that? No, we don't. The men like that don't. You're the one chance at getting my salami wet. You. Damn. You. That's his hall pass. His damn girlfriend. <sighs> wow. It's bad out here, bro. Aw. I'm sorry. Why did and she know, look at <laughs> the face of a gump. See, this is why, this is where relationships are. So this is an apparent relationship. This is where men are in relationships. This is where women are. Not all. But what I'm telling you is just because you see a couple together, do not assume that they have a good relationship. Don't assume that the male is in charge. Yeah, he's taller than her and he's somewhat in shape. You know, he's not out of shape. He's not a bad looking dude. He ain't good looking either. He's, you know what I mean? But she's still in these streets. Wow. The ex-boyfriend. We're going to fight about this. Look at this neck, bruh. She already, bruh, dude, this right here is a slow Tuesday. She a slow Tuesday, and she has piped down many, many a Chad. I'm letting you know right now. Chad Thundercock is her. She's got, she's got, she's got, what do you call it? With little markings on her little bedpost. She's got plenty of Chads. Yeah, them sausage fingers. She ain't going to be able to fit in the great. See, this guy's the safe marriage guy. She ain't going to fit an engagement arena on them ham hocks. And I want to see them feet and them bear paws she got. I know them some bear paws at the bottom of her damn cankles. All right, I know them bear paws, man. Them going to be a little bit. Why the ex-boyfriend? Um, He's gone. You can tell me. He was a good lover. He was a good lover. So, listen. Listen. I look at it like this. 
and I say, I don't mind women like this. I, I, I This is how they are. The, guys, if you don't ask the right questions, you're going to find out that this is how they are, and you're going to be heartbroken. I'm not heartbroken. I automatically assume that this is how you are, especially past the age of 25 or 26. There's no virgins. There's people that have had their little bit of fun. I mean, unless you go to a small town, even then, no. Um, hey, listen, they've, they've experimented. Now, you ain't getting wifed up. I am a nasty woman. So she's still thinking about the ex-boyfriend who was a great lover while you up in there giving her the five-stroke special. All right, and so you get in there just happy to be between some woman's legs, and here you come. Announcement. Wait a minute, wait, Mr. Rory. You go in there, baby. Is it good? Oh, you're the best. You're the best I ever had. You're the best. You all I could think about. Guess what? Soon as you roar and you go to sleep, she texting her ex-boyfriend. Damn, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna sneak out. I'm gonna make any excuse I can. What a crazy. Isn't that video absolutely insane? So uh people want to know, uh people want to know where to say the relationships are. This is where it is. I mean, unfortunately, it's you you can't do you can't do much about it but participate in a way that actually is um let me see so i got to put this up oh. i got to turn the music down though you got to participate in a way that's going to save you from these type of heartaches and pains especially between 20 and 38 last tiktok trend and i meant to put a whole bunch of these up but there's a new tiktok trend i believe it's tiktok or instagram reels okay where the woman or a woman in the video will have this blurry look about them and they'll fix their face. I don't know if it's a filter, but they'll fix their face as to look like an evil look, right? And so they'll make their face look evil. And as the, the camera blurs, uh, comes from blur back into original or back into focus, sorry, she looks somewhat like she would normally look. Okay, but of course, they're going to put the hair and makeup. Or some do hair and makeup, uh, some don't. So let's take a look at this. So you see this? They're, they're, they're making themselves look somewhat spooky. <laughs> All right, somewhat spooky. And then as the camera goes into focus, then it's her and it's a somewhat pretty girl. I'm doing quotation marks. Okay, so as you can see here, there she is there in a face full of makeup and she's got her, you know, bra and wonder bra and her implants or whatever here. I'll show you again. Um, I meant to pull up several versions of this, but there are several versions of this where they're doing this type of thing here. Now, of course, we know that these women are in the spirit of Lilith, all right? And if you don't know what that is, I've done a great show on that one of the story of Lilith. It's not in the Bible. It's more in the uh, Jewish or the Jewish cultures, uh, ancient texts. And Lilith was addicted to her reflection. Uh, she was so addicted to her reflection, they call her, her mirror uh, the den of demons, all right. And so we know of the modern woman today, she's very addicted to the reflection. They'll they'll stand in front of a video doing very little, uh, swaying and doing nothing, saying absolutely nothing. All right. And uh, like this, and they'll get thousands and thousands of views, attention and clicks. And oh, you're, you're so pretty. Right. And then they wonder why we ask, what more do you bring to the table? Well, now they're doing something a little bit more odd. Some girls were doing the lick out their tongue. Ah, they lick out their tongue and look a little bit different. Right. So they look pretty or they're showing their body and they'll lick out their tongue, right? And they'll look kind of possessed when they do it. And so here it is right here. Now they're doing this where they look odd and then they go back into a somewhat normal state, right? 
and then you can say, oh, boy, you scared me, but now you're beautiful, right? It's a weird it's a weird thing, but Lilith is addicted to her reflection, and behind the glass is her den of demons. When what we have now is behind their phone is their den of their legions of simps. So their den of demons are now their legions of simps, and behind the screen, once she posts, she can get all the kind of attention. So this is the spirit of Lilith. And now there was a great movie that I often reference, and the name of the movie is The Devil's Advocate. Let me see if I can find the, the clip that I the picture that I wanted to show you here. So this is what tells you they're in the spirit of Lilith. Let's see if I oh, you know what? I saved it on a um, I saved it on a tab. That's what I did. Where is it here? I think it's on one of these tabs. Oh, here it is right here. And so on the devil's advocate. The young lawyer goes and he he moves to memphis and he becomes a part of a law firm and what happens is once he sees all these beautiful people and these rich people and talented people he thinks they're normal so this is her normal but once he's around them he realizes that these people are demonic he realizes that these people are demonic and uh they have the they have an evil spirit in them where's the gift right there and so he he actually can see their evilness. He can see past their beauty and see into their spirit, their little spirit. Remember, there was this scene here, this famous scene where they were in the elevator and these two women were kissing and they were just they were just demonic. Right. And so it's the same thing that's happening here with these trends. What you are now seeing on full display, because before it was about their beauty. Now it's about seeing within them. When the camera's not focused, you see what I mean? When the camera's not focused, you can see within them the inside of their spirit. It is until the camera's focused that you can then see what you normally see, which is the trickery, the bait, which is the shiny object that attracts you, just like the fish. And these fish have these shiny little things and light bulbs and glitter and all of these things. Now you see once you're in focus, what you normally see is this. This is what you normally see, but will within them, definitely when you're out of focus, when you're not around, this is what they really are, right? This is when people are in the spirit of Lilith. All right, so look, let's go ahead and do me a favor. We do, we do edumacation over here. This is the best edutainment show here on YouTube. You'll find nothing like it because we're able to bring in a lot of areas of religion, the spirit realm. We're being spirit, spirit, spirituality, logic. We bring reasoning. We bring understanding here. We don't bring judgment. We don't bring judgment here. We are not here to shame people. Ladies, if you want to operate into the spirit of Lilith or if you want to be into the Jezebel spirit yourself, go ahead. We're not trying to change you. We're trying to let you understand why you're not able to find the man you want, right? What happened? Where did all the men go? We don't operate in hate. This is just an edutainment show, all right, to let you guys know what you're seeing out into this world. I bring, I bring an understanding of what you're seeing and how you don't let your, your simp spirit dictate your future life and your future wife. But a lot of guys are not in a leveraged position to put themselves in a power position. All right, so let me see here. Harold L. And back in the building, what did you have to say, Mr. Harold L.? He says, every day a man wakes up. Every day a man wakes up. Yes, he, they're doing it too. He says, full steam ahead, free agents. Shout out to you guys. Full steam ahead with this lifestyle. This lifestyle is very rewarding. 
we talked about the financial consequences on the other um, on the uh, money mindset of how your budget actually gets busted when you get into relationships. KT King, it's time men start questioning women thoroughly. When they say their kid's dad is a deadbeat and not in the picture, it's more common. This is probably out of order, but it's more common that the court of public opinion wants to accept that women do things to break up their own family for selfish and illogical reasons. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a good video that I'm going to show for Dave Ramsey. I won't be able to show the video, but the audio may be later today of a woman who called in. And he says all women should question, oh, sorry, all men should question women who say they were in an abusive relationship or when her ex is a psycho, there's a great chance that she did the instigating, uh, did things to instigate the problem that caused the prior relationship to not to work. Men don't look for fights or are randomly commit domestic violence like women lead you to believe. Can't spell believe all women without lie. All right, shout out to you. You said a mouthful. <laughs> he usually calls in and he says a mouthful too. All right, uh, let's see here. Pause, by the way, on the mouthful. I don't mean to. I don't mean to uh, ruffle any feathers here. Pause. Do me a favor. Um, has uh, dollar sign CGA live. We're giving you a lot of information today. So go ahead and hit that cash app or on the PayPal. Let's continue with the show. Let's continue with today's show. Who are we going to do next? Pause. Oh, the young black woman who rejects the nuclear physicist. All right, so let's talk about this. Apparently, there's a game called Pineapple uh, or a dating game called Pineapple or they jump on and if a woman's not interested, she'll say Pineapple. I believe Generation Z used emojis for chair, like uh, emojis, emojis on their profiles to dictate to kind of tell you what relationship position they're in. Okay, so if they use cherry, that means they're in a relationship. If they use blueberries, you know, Gen Z is out of control. Right? Gen Z, Gen Z is, they're off their rocker. But shout out to Gen Z. By the way, Gen Z women, hello. Gen Z women, I be loving some Gen Z women. All right, I'm having my feel of Gen Z women. Or no, they're having their feel of coach. Coach be filling them Gen Z girls up. <laughs> it's the best time for an older man. If you're an older man, Gen Z is wide open, y'all. <laughs> there used to be a time where the, you know, because there's still some baby boomers and some Gen X women. Them younger girls don't want you. Uh, 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 Gen X, old Gen X women. I don't know what your world you're living in, but we can get your daughters now. I got money. We can get your daughters like easy, just like that. I know you're saying, not my daughter, your niece. Not my niece, your cousin, your niece's cousin. <laughs> I'm getting one of them. <laughs> it's too easy. Like in this, they wide open. They come to your crib. They lie down like a Carl Jr. star. You pap them on out, send them out, give them a fistful of 20s. They be at Sephora going wild. They be like, oh, you're like, girl, where you get all that makeup from? Daddy. <laughs> Here you go, little squirrel. Run. <laughs> it's easy. Like, dude, I never seen nothing this easy. It's crazy. And we because people are like, you just, you paying for them street walk. No, these are girls. College. Dude, let me tell you a quick story. This is going to be a long show. This is going to be a long story. This girl, fresh turnout. Ooh. 
I don't know. It's my first time. <laughs> my family don't know. I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm embarrassed to ask. I need a little financial help. You need a little fi- financial help, you say. I got money. Interesting. Well, what'll it be? Tank full of gas? Jasmine rice? Chicken skewers? Oh, I have class tomorrow. I can't come tonight. I got to be back in my biology class tomorrow. Oh, you need biology books, you say? <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, if it's biology books you need, biology books i'll give i got money come on over from the dorm and let old coach let old coach take care of this <laughs> they go back to the they go back to the dorm oh well you know wasn't that bad <laughs> you don't tell your mama your daddy your bald headed granny nobody knows that your daughters are out here in these streets Woo! anyway and, and and so for the older women that are watching this, it's going to be hard for you to get a relationship with the man who makes money, who knows about this. If he knows about this, there's no freaking way you get into a relationship with him because he out here with the junior college. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Anyway, shout out to the junior college women. Let's 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 talk about this. You guys know this stat right here, this little uh, this little chart. I put this chart up quite a bit. This is the, especially for the community, this is America. This is a reflection of America. What I give you is put up the mirror to America. And this is a chart of children uh, that grow up in a two-parent household. As you guys know, I gave you the other statistic that says only 17.5% of American households are married people with biological children. The rest are in some, something else. Stepfather, stepmother, um, single mother, single father, co-parent. Rainbow, Skittles, trans, trans trying to get little boys and girls. All right, it's a, <laughs> that'll be the future. And I said that that will be the future too. There's actually, there's actually parents pimping their young daughters out on TikTok. It's, dude, we're out of control, man. It's all gone. All right, all the morality in America and the United, the world is gone, by the way. This is the two-parent household of the African-American community. We call it the Martin Luther King community. It's absolutely dismal. 78% chance that if you procreate with someone, you're going to be unwed, unmarried, and you're going to be single uh, or a co-parent or a step-parent involved. If you're a black melanated person uh, and a man and you want to have kids, odds are, highly odds are, you won't even be raising that kid. That's the odds. You won't even be raising that kid. Y'all better be bougie in the middle or y'all better be somewhere that bougie couple in Jackson, Mississippi, right? They both got good jobs. They're the only two people that got two white collar jobs in Jackson. Everybody knows that couple in Jackson. But everybody else in Mississippi busted up families like crazy. So anyway, with that being said, I've often said the Asian community actually and the white community tends to, when they see a shining star, when they see someone who is um, actually making it in the world, those women will hold out for the higher earning men and they will have somewhat of an arranged marriage. All right, it's as close to arranged marriage as you possibly get, meaning they basically say you can't get anybody. You can't just pick anyone. You have to be able to pick someone who's a shining star and we're going to reward the men who actually are going to be somebody in the future because that's who you really want. Have your little fun, but when it's time to marry, marry somebody that has some sense. Well, the black community and the Latino community typically don't do this, right? Uh, the browner, the darker shade of brown people tend to 
believe in Disneyland, right? Especially the Latino, the Comunidad, they will have very young people coupling up and engaging in sex very early, despite the fact that many of them might be Catholics and all of this stuff. You know, you be banging the girl and the cross be right up above her bed, <laughs> right? But uh, these young couples will engage very early and they'll be in love and serendipity and they'll have very tight, tight, loving unions, right? And they'll be girlfriend and boyfriend. They'll go steady, little puppet, Hector, Raymond, all right, whoever she's with, they'll be boyfriend and girlfriend. You'll see them walking everywhere. They'll be tighter. They'll be thick as thieves. And then later on, it won't work out. Later on, the relationship will blow up uh, and it won't work out. And Hector Raymond or whoever it was, he wasn't going anywhere anyway. He wasn't going nowhere anyway. All right. So he, she never selected him as a mate because he showed prowess. She selected him as a mate because she was in love. All right. And she needed a date for her King Singeta. And the community and the community is typically, you know, Pookie, Tyree, Tyree, Ray Ray, Demetrius, Dexter, all right, Daquan, Deshaun, Day Day, Trayvon, Travion. These guys are the guys, you know, anybody that has rims on their cars, they sag their pants just good enough. Uh, they have our local rapper career. They a thug, young thug, gonna. All right, all of these guys tend to procreate in the hood. So 80% of the women will have children, but only 40% of the men. These men get their shot early and up front. And this young woman is going to possibly demonstrate, as she says here, that she has no connection to the guy. She has no rapport with the guy. She doesn't try to engage with him. She just says, I'm not interested in the guy. We're going to break down what this means here. Where's the Where's the video? Where's the video? Oh, here it is over here. What is this over here? Who did this show? Where's Kaylee? It's Monday, y'all. Bear with me. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put the video up. And so here's the woman here. Um, let me just say here. These young women are not ugly. All right, they're not ugly. Uh, but, um, you know, they're typical, you know, girls that I would have over for about an hour. Believe me, I've had girls like this over for an hour. No, no problem. No sweat. Let's go ahead and play the video. Fair use. Oh, damn it. Sorry. It's Monday. I got to invoke my fair use privileges here just because so, so people don't trip. Uh, let's see here. This is an edutainment, edutainment show. So. And search of copyrighted material may under certain circumstances. That's sort of blah, 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 blah. It's Monday. <laughs> I'll be able to warm up by a little bit by Tuesday or Wednesday. Anyway, fair use. Where in the world? Boy, it is a Monday. All right, so here, here we go. Uh, setting it up here, I guess they're on a show that they pop up on the screen, and this woman in the middle gets to select if she's interested in this guy. Now, everybody assumes she only wants thugs. And Thuggo and all of these people, shout out to Black Ram 313. Thuggo is the one that she's going to select, right? And she doesn't want anybody that's going to be uh, headed in the right direction. Let's go ahead and play it. Hello. Oh, hi. What hi. Are you reading? So, if I, by the way, he's already messed up. Shout out to the light skin brigade out here. All these light skin brothers. Um, Y'all going to have to get a personality, okay? Just like women. You guys are like women. You light skin brothers going to have to get a personality, all right? Because... This you can't just show up with your curly hair and your light skin anymore. Okay, that, those days are over. <laughs> those days are over. So for all intents and purposes, this guy is supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to feel sorry for him. Right. Let's go ahead and play the video. Good Lord. 
Uh, yeah, I, I was actually reading. Um, I, I shipped that. Damn. Oh, my God. D Jesus. He already messed up. Hi. No. These women right here have grown up with no fathers. More than likely. Don't say, how do you know that? 78% of African-American households have a busted, fractured family. Odds are there's a 7 in 10 chance. There's a damn near 8 in 10 chance that they ain't got no father. They ain't heard hide nor hair of anything respectful coming out of a man's mouth. They're, they know to ignore it. You see her? She dead inside. She ain't got no feelings inside. She done. Hi. <laughs> About in a few days. So I was just reading the artist strategy. Oh, Jesus. Reading a book? Oh, they definitely going to be gone. The last book they read was Think Like a Man, Act Like a Woman, or whatever the name that book was. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so actually, I'm a nuclear physicist for the Navy. Sheesh. Uh, so now she's, you know, her eyes are wide open. She says nuclear physicist. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but it sounds interesting. So now she's somewhat interested. She's intrigued. She was already cold, and uh, she was cold uh, on him and, and, uh, at first. But he says nuclear physicist. Yeah. So I, I do that in a few in a few days. Um, you see these people here. Like, look, okay, let's just say in in another community, in in the Jackie Chan community, uh, they're gonna say, "Wow, this guy's headed somewhere." You know, they they might even give him something. Let's leave his ass on the hook. All right, let me let me keep one on the hook. He's headed somewhere. Let me let me just, you know what I mean? Let me entertain him. Let me perhaps, he might not be entertaining because he's boring. Let me perhaps take the lead here. And I'll be the one who asked the questions and I'll be the one to entertain. But no, no, no. They done dried up like the Sahara Desert. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay. How about you? I, I am 27. 27? And he out here like this. Uh, again, this proves that men do not get their true, true value until later in life. I, I know people don't want to hear that, but they really don't become who they need to become until later in life. All right. Most men, like nine out of 10 men do not become who they want to be until later in life. I look a little young. I'm not I'm not that young. He's not even he's not that confident. I've not heard people in the comment section saying he's confident. He's not. Yeah, you're not so where do you live? Uh, so I'm actually in the Woodlands, Texas right now, um, right right down there by Houston. I'm about 30 minutes away from Houston. This dude's used to banging Kaylee's. And so I, I know this. This is the this is what's happening here. He's used to talking to Kaylee's. Kaylee's are a little bit more open to him. Kaylee's will at least smile in his face and entertain. And uh, he's not used to talking to sisters, like sister sisters. He, he could talk to a black woman, but not sisters. So he's... He's a little uncomfortable with them because they tend to be, and I say this with love, they tend to be, um, they tend to be Mickey Mouse brain, all right, when it comes to dating. They all follow whatever they see in movies. They have no idea of what a real relationship looks like. Their mamas ain't, in, they mama and daddy ain't been in one. Uh, they pop, they grandpapa was a Rolling Stone. Uh, they, they, they grandmama was in these streets. She was a flapper or she was a child of the sixties and seventies. Uh, they, they really don't know what to do with this. And he really doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. So he doesn't know how to relate to them. He's from the Woodlands, Texas. If anybody knows that is 
that he he around Becky's and Kaylee's. Continuing. So I'm a little close. Oh, nice. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, man, where do I start? Sheesh. Start. Uh, I like uh, I like martial arts a lot. Damn. Yeah, man, sisters, you already dried up the sisters. So sisters are used to sisters are used to a man with a mouthpiece approaching them. And even then, they got to do work. This is the whole idea of game. With 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 sisters, you got to be on it and 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 on it. And then you finally break her ass down because she got five or six objections that you got to get over. Then you finally break her ass down and she'll reluctantly give you the phone number, right? Or she's dropping panties. So right now, he's stumbling. He's tripping. He's falling. She's gone. He's gone. All right, so everybody's mad that she didn't pick him. The truth is, he got no personality. He dry. I did uh, a bit of pharmacy. Uh, yes, they go. Hey, look, by the way, I know I keep pausing the video by because I keep thinking of stuff. And with that being said, the reason why they fall for no good ninjas is because they always go with somebody who has an abundance mindset. They always go with someone who has options. They always go with somebody that has nothing to lose when, when he approaches her. So he can be smooth because if she says no, he's on to the next girl and he has a harem already. So they tend to fall for guys that have four and five other girls. And then they're like, I can't believe you were cheating. Well, well, this guy has zero girls. And this is why he's talking like this. Let's go ahead and continue. Back when I was a little bit younger, about two, three years ago, I got certified at pharmacy around when I was 17. Um, I didn't really do anything with it. I went to university for a while. I was getting like a business degree. So I have a bachelor's in business. And then I did um, pharmacy for a little while for about three years. And then got somebody said Russell Pilsen, bruh. Oh, the fastest way to drive a black one. <laughs> because we're, that's what we're talking about is to talk about your life story. Yikes. So everybody came down hard on this woman. But this dude is goofy, right? But he's he's the guy that's going to be around later when he's 44, 35, 37. Later on, after she didn't been ran through more, more times in the Holland Tunnel, then they're going to want this guy. Not now, though, because now. In these streets. Yikes. This dude, listen, never tell him your life story. The best thing you could do is be mysterious around a woman. The worst thing you can do is tell your life story. They don't care. Okay, so be Batman, be be Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne these women. We might have to teach you guys how to Bruce Wayne these women. Okay, Bruce Wayne them. Don't tell them a damn thing. Don't even tell them your first damn real name. Don't tell them where you live. Don't tell them where you went to school. Let her ass get to investigating your ass. Let her ass FBI your ass. Let her ass get all up on Instagram and can't find you. Because I give my I don't give people my real name when I meet them. I give them a name that's a name that I have. It's not my real name. It's not my real first name. It's a name that I have. It's a family name. So it's not a fake name. But I make people deep dive on my ass. They be looking for me. <laughs> I'm bored. So I was like, eh, let's go see what the military has to offer. Didn't do anything. Um, got my, oh, my pie cat about a year ago got a 96 on that it goes up to a 99 got a 96 they offered me nuclear physics and i was like why the fuck not so i went there and now i ship out in a few days mm -hmm. 
Look at their faces. Look at her face. She's the one supposed to be seeing. <laughs> her. <laughs> Look at her face. Yo, she like, they like, oh my God. Are you fucking kidding? What is a pie cat? They have no. Yo, they, she done. Oh, she does. Yeah, and they're like, yo, we want no parts of this. There ain't nothing he can do. I don't care what he does. He's done. Well, of course, people are saying that they want the thugs and they didn't give this young man a chance. And all the young, old women in the comment section, oh, I would love a guy like that. Yeah, you would now. But when you were young, 23, 24, 26, 27, you didn't want that guy. Oh, okay, nice. Well, best of luck as you ship out pineapples. Yeah. So I guess pineapples would be, that's no interest. I believe it's no interest. So she rejected him and then they would immediately click him off. All right. So her name is Jalea or Jalea. Yeah, Jalea. Jalea pineapple that dude. Why? Because he literally didn't tell me any qualities about himself. He's just like, I made a 96 on this. I did this. And I feel like I did that at first too. Oh, so she called out her hypocrisy. Uh, a lot of women be like, and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Yeah, but when you do it back at them, they don't like it. All right. They want to be the one. And of course, unfortunately, in this community, they want to be the one to impress with all of those useless qualifications. But then when you do it back, they say you're boring. So you got to give them a little bit. Of, she give her a little bit of credit. She noticed her hypocrisy. But that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean it changes anything. But however... I need a man with some personality. So she needed a man with some personality. So eventually she's going to get a man with a personality, but he's going to have a harem of women. And she's going to say he's a no good ninja and he a thug and he ain't no good man out here and all of this stuff. Right. So she's stuck. She's stuck. What do you want? Um, You can't have it all. And in our culture, we're told we're telling young women, you can have it all. You can't. Uh, When you talk about Asian women and that, they don't, they don't be like, you got to have personality too on top of your, a nuclear physicist degree you ever meet a very intelligent man he's boring and very intelligent men are super duper boring they don't have no damn personality so which one do you want you want thuggo with a personality or you want pookie with a personality or do you want somebody that's headed somewhere without a personality you can't have it all not all of you can't you felt that quick you know you didn't have personality yes i'm really good at reading people you're really good at reading people. You're going to read that single mother's guide to struggle. That's what your ass going to read. All right. That's what that's what you got coming to you. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're going to be another statistic. <laughs> and <laughs> that is the hood rat laugh of discomfort, knowing that the next 10, 15 years are going to be full of pain. All right. That's what that is. All right. That is the immature. And, and you guys have to understand what I tell you about age is that. People have people use their age to kind of measure people use their age to measure how intelligent they are when chronological age only measures time. It only measures the start of time and the end of time. When you get your damn tombstone, it says this was the start time. This was the end time. Bam. That's chronological age. This woman is probably perhaps 24, 25, 26, but her mental age is 14. And her physical age is somewhere between 18 and 30. So um, 
never assume a person's intelligence is connected with their age. It's more connected probably with their shoe size than their, their, than their intelligence. But always know chronological age, physical age, mental age. They're all three different, no matter who you're talking about. Everybody you're talking about has a different age based on all three of those uh, things here. Many people like that have a mental age of a peon, and not only that, or a moron, and not only that, if you combine the amount of mental health meds that these people are taking, the broken homes that they grew up in, just go ahead and add those to the damn category, and you'll wonder why people make decisions that they make like this, right? And then by the time she's 40, I'm still a good woman. Oh, no, no, you a disaster now, baby. All right, uh, you a disaster. So what a, what a time we live in, right? So let's talk about, uh, just wanted to share on that one. Let me see here. Let's do a couple of cash apps. Let's take that down. Bring it down. Break the walls down. So I can't blame her. The dude came bad. Pa Wait a minute. Pause. Man. He came off bad. So what men can, if you want to deal with women, all right, let's let's take these women's advice right here. This is your advice. <laughs> so I says, hey, yo, <laughs> I know, you know, man, come on, man. Um, I've been telling you about leverage. I've been telling you about options. Listen to this woman right here. And if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. In this life, gentlemen, and it takes you a while. I'm I'm hoping that it takes you up until year 30. I know people are like, I don't want to wait, coach. I want the love of my life. Uh, we just showed you two examples of two men who didn't have leverage and they didn't have options. You got to find yourself with leverage and options if you want any chance out here with modern women. If you don't, you're going to be you're going to struggle and you're going to deal with leftovers. Or you're going to find yourself MGTOW or SISBM or you're going to find yourself you're going to find yourself trying to figure it out after the fact way too late. Then you'll be 40, 45, 50, 55, and then you'll go, aha. <laughs> but by then it's way too late. You don't want to be in your, your late 50s figuring this shit out. Love is gone, guys. There's a dude. There's it's, this is a monetized culture. If you want love, I tell you to go with the most dangerous people out here, which are hopeless romantics. If you want love, and I know somebody was just joking in the comment section. If you want love, then you're gonna be susceptible to either getting finessed by a woman or dealing with hopeless romantics who are the absolute most atrocious people to deal with. They're the most dangerous people to deal with because they ain't going to be on their job. They ain't going to be on their job. They're just going to make you overlook everything by coming back to love. Everything comes back to love. Now, yeah, when you old as hell and you sitting on a swing in Savannah, Georgia, and somebody pouring you lemonade and you watching your grandkids, that's love. That's love. But that's you got to put in 40, 50 years of pure hell to get to that point. That's what you're going to put up with. Pure, pure hell to get to that point. There's going to be 20 years of playing the ring game. Let's go ahead and show you the ring game. This is what your ass going to look like. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? Playing the ring game? Yeah. That he made, which is okay with me. 
because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Yeah, uh, no, we're still going to talk about Lori Harvey here in a second. Uh, you're going to be putting up with this in your marriage years. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. All right, enough about that. I can't do it. Lori Harvey story coming up next. All right, Lori Harvey story coming up next for everybody tuning in here. Uh, there's an old adage for every beautiful woman that you see. There's a man tired of banging her. Never believe for one bit that there's a man in a long-term marriage with a beautiful woman that is excited to be in bed with his wife. All right. Now, you might be excited to bang that wife out when you see her. You might be like, wow, look at her. Oh, my God, I'd be happy with her every day of my life. That man goes home, and he has to think of another woman to get off on his wife. I know, I know that's shocking to you. He has to think. Like, his wife will say, don't you want to come to bed today? And he's like, oh, shit. All right, who did I see at the bank? That bank teller. All right, yeah, she had nice, she had a nice shape. She was excited. Who did I see at Starbucks? All right, I was driving by the junior college. All right, he's got to bury his face in the pillow, close his eyes, contract his muscles <laughs> to think just to get himself off with it, with that beautiful woman that you would jump into bed with with no questions asked. There's a, that guy, he's going, I got to go through my spank bank. <laughs> he, yeah, he looking at IG models. He looking at pretty young things. He done walk by at the mall. He Listen, the longer you marry, you got to drive to the mall. Oh, I'm going window shopping. You just going to look for girls in your spank bank. <laughs> so you can go home and be with your wife. <laughs> Yep. Hey, it's that movie, uh, American Beauty. It's that beauty, American Beauty. You know, girls that he works with, that he can't get with. He'd be like, oh, damn, I would love to get Sally from accounting. He goes home to be with his wife thinking about Sally from accounting. Burying that fate. Hey, hey, ladies, if you're watching me, because there's a lot of ladies that watch me. Uh, ladies, if you watch me and your husband buries his face in the pillow, he ain't looking at you. He closing his eyes. And he just a stroking, five-stroke special. He just the closing his eyes. He ain't looking. He just listening. Because <laughs> men are visual. If we, if we want somebody bad enough, we'll look at him. We looking at him to get off. But he, if he got his eyes closed, mm. he ain't thinking about you. <laughs> this is where people get mad at me. Shout out to Master Splinter in the building. What you doing? You active today. All right, cash app time. I'm here to edutain you, all right? I'm 100% I'm accurate on this. Do not, do not at me. 
as they say. Do not take this information for granted. <laughs> All right, anyway, he says, don't give the game, coach. Don't give it. I'm giving them too much. Okay, I'm giving them too much. Oh, but women doing the same thing, too. Women doing the same thing, too. They ain't even looking at your ass, because if they looked up at you, they'd be like, good Lord. That's why they keep their eyes closed, too. But we have to understand what... <laughs> And don't bring no girls around the babysitter, the, the your your sister. <laughs> I remember this. Never mind. Uh, shout out to D Dixon in the uh, building. He says, at this point, I'm disgusted with modern women. All right. Um, I don't want you to be disgusted by modern women. I don't want you to be hateful about modern women. All right. So what I want you to be is understand, right? With, with men and women, uh, men tend to be hopeful with women, right? We tend to hope that they'll never change. We tend to hope that they love us. And guys, it's not like that anymore. It used to be like that, but it's not like that. I want you to be understanding of who they are. Sometimes they've got a penis envy. Sometimes they're competitive. Sometimes they live in a, a bizarro world to us, but it makes sense to them. It, But for us, for us, it doesn't make sense. This is why we say this is a man's world, right? Because it's designed around logic. But now, as you see, as it's described, as it's designed around emotion, we have chaos. And people never look at cause and effect. People just think, why is it chaotic? Well, you did Biden. Or you went with this emotional decision. Or you let this go, which was the Trojan horse. Right? And particularly, Skittles marriage was the Trojan horse. Now, 20 years later, we got, uh, we got, we got drag queens at elementary schools with the kids putting dollars into the drag queen's G-string. I mean, come on, where was the Trojan horse? You guys got to understand, the Trojan horse was this. It was 20 years, this stuff was uh, enabled 25 years ago. But people never understand that. They just understand, well, wait a minute, I didn't ask for this. I'll take this, but this is too far. Well, you let the Trojan horse come in. Now you can't negotiate with the barbarian. You can't negotiate with terrorists. You can't negotiate with anybody that has power now. You gave them entree. You opened the door. Now you want to walk the barbarian out. Oh, barbarian, you're doing a little too much. Let's walk you out now. And you're trying to logic and reason with the barbarian. Oh, barbarian. Mm, perhaps you're going a little bit too far. Why don't you leave now? The barbarian is like, nope, no, I'm here now. I'm here. <laughs> and I'm wrecking shop. So this is what you guys got to understand about uh, people who operate on emotions. Is that later on, they'll act like they don't know how shit went left. I don't know how it went left. You opened the door. All right, shout out to the AMG, Dr. AMG in the building. He says, for doing God's work, goat in the building. Thank you, sir. Malik says, coach, get uh, can you get a Palpatine sound effect for the dark side? I'm going to have to look that up. I, I don't know what that is. You know, I'm not afraid to understand. What, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> All right, what that is. All right, Mr. Gourmet, best part of the day, CGA, waking up, DK. Uh, Deshaun the King, Atlanta rapper Trouble deleted by girl's ex-boyfriend. I saw somebody do a video on it, but I never, I don't know who Trouble is. So he was deleted by the girl's, his girl, ex-boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Oh, nothing like a, uh, nothing like death by simp. Wow. That is just, that's just awful. Um, oh, he got deleted in a domestic situation. Yikes. What do I tell you guys? What do I tell you guys? Death by simp. That's death by simp. 
So my philosophy is undefeated, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to do a little more research on it and then maybe perhaps include it in the show. Thank you, man. Shout out to uh, Zone864. So he says. So I could focus on my career. Hashtag Coach Gang. Classy Beats. Happy Money Day, Coach. Y'all show Coach some love in here. Appreciate that. Shout out to Classy Beats for being here again and again. Hey, man. This information is life-saving information. You're not going to get this from your, your single mother. You're not going to get this from your mom, wife. You're not going to get this from your granny. You're not going to get this from your daddy. Your daddy's a, a sucker, a simp. He ain't going to give you this information, okay? You're not going to get this. You got to get this from somebody who cold-blooded out here. Uh, uh, Christopher J says, Hotep Jesus was right. Mating rituals differ by race. Yes. Oh, shout out to Hotep Jesus, by the way. Um, Met him in person. Very cool dude. But uh, what did he call it? Mating rituals differ by race. Yes. But then when you look at the statistics, you can get a clear indication that women select differently by race. They do. And it's okay. But do not ask for what another race of woman has. Like, I, I can't stand when white women ask for what black women have in their relationships and vice versa. Well, these people are in heaven. Dude, you guys have different mating rituals. Absolutely. What works for you doesn't work for others. So if you want to date outside the race, which we're going to talk to with Michael B. Uh, Jordan here, you guys got to understand that we connect way differently. And what she's going to put up with for you, she's not going to put up with from another race of man. It's okay. I don't get mad at that. Some people get mad at that, but it is what it is. And same thing for men and women. Uh, black men and, and other races of women, what they would put up with from black women, they would never put up with, with other races of women. Uh, Simon Small, topping up your Ling Ling fun. And we all can uh, use a little bit of that in our lives. Where's Ling Ling, by the way? This is going to be my future nurse. Uh, shout out to Ling Ling right here. She definitely coming to take care of the coach, probably about age 68 and up, full-time, full-time nurse. Um, she's going to actually poison me by applesauce or something like that but i will get to feel them cheeks i definitely gonna feel them cheeks all right she gonna be able to give me a little uh rub and tug and all that all right she gonna she gonna take care of me but uh she's gonna make me sign over my power of attorney she's gonna make me change my will to include her only and excommunicate my kids from the will um she's gonna take all my youtube money yeah, I got money, uh, but uh, I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> I'm going out with a bang, bang. All right. I'm like, Ling Ling, get on here. I climb up on her. Uh, Ling Ling, come here, man. Hey, hey, leave an old man a little bit of something. All right. Blowing out dust. <laughs> here we go. All right. Ling Ling, come on, man. You know what time it is, baby. Let's go. Let's go. In and there. 68, 70, 72 years old. Let me get that real quick, baby. You know what I need. You know what daddy need. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. It's a, it's a cold, cold world out here, ain't it? All right. Shout out to the beta male police. Just booked my flight to Columbia. I'm out. American relationships are absolutely done for the majority of us. For the majority. Now, again, some people will get in relationships and they'll, a guy will just settle for an occasional sexual partner, but they're done for most men who want, who want what they want. And if you're a man of substance and you have uh, your morality meter is somewhere between five on a scale of uh, uh, zero to 10, you're going to have a harem 
of women to deal with. You'll never run out of women. Because women are naturally going to be, uh, they're naturally going to be attracted to you. You can put their ass on schedule. All right. Not me. Not me. Yes, you. Occasional sex partner. <laughs> right. Two days a week tops that I'll, you'll see me. And then I'll have junior, dude, I'm, I'm letting you know, the girls don't care. They in the streets too. They're like, okay, good. You see me two times a week. I'll be in the street three, four, five times a week. Cause they want to get their little degree and they go into grad school and they get their little job. And it's, we're going to be in a polygamous, polygynous or polyamorous society. We have bisexuality going crazy. We have trisexuality that's going crazy. Meaning people will try anything. Up until age 30 and 35, it's going to be a shit show. Uh, last couple, and then I'll get to Lori Harvey. Sitting this one out says, I expected the girlfriend to say a celebrity. And she said her ex-boyfriend, which is more alarming because that person can be reached. Let's get to Lori Harvey, then we'll do PayPal's. Hey, uh, let's talk about Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. If you guys don't know who these people are, I'm sure you know. You know Michael B. Jordan and Black Panther. Uh, where's the... Get these girls off my damn thing here. Uh, here's here's Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. Uh, if you don't know, here's the background on them. Michael B. Jordan's an actor. And uh, Lori Harvey is a, I don't know what. She's a Kardashian. She comes out of the Kardashian model, which she's famous for nothing, right? She's not an actor or a musician or anything. She's Steve Harvey's, you know, the mega simp, Steve Harvey. She's Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, all right? I believe, yes, yeah, Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. So her, uh, his current wife was married to a, 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 you know, basically a cartel member, a drug dealer, if I'm not mistaken. That's their daughter. He married her, which was her third marriage. This is all just coming off the top of my head. Her mom's third marriage was Steve Harvey, and he's been taking care of and raising this young lady as if it was his own daughter. Okay, as if it was his own daughter. So everybody understand, he's doing the father protection method over Steve Har uh, Lori Harvey. And um, Lori Harvey, um, Lori Harvey is been connected to the carousel. So people have been saying she dated Puff Daddy, who they call P. Diddy. She dated, dated Puff Daddy's son, Justin. And then she also dated Puff Daddy himself. Okay, so at the same time, at the same time, she did not. Well, they didn't do it at the same time. She dated the son and then she eventually dated the, the father. All right. Listen, I'm not mad at that. If I'm the father, all right, I wouldn't do my son like that. The next part of this story, it gets even wilder. So she's been in these streets. I think she's about 24. I, I should have looked their ages up. Michael B. Jordan, on the other hand. As a quick bit of history, he's in Creed and Black Panther and such. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's in Hollywood. So you really don't know what you're getting from him. He's not afraid to date interracially. So let me just go ahead and show you this real quick. He's been criticized in the past of being out here in these streets with Kaylee's. All right. But he claims to date multi-racially. Multi, multi he's grown up in a generation where interracial relationships, no big deal, especially if he's a guy pause that is of his caliber he has access to all races of women and here he is in italy 
Let me see if I can pull this picture up without showing. Here he, uh-oh. Here he is in Italy with um no black women. And of course, if you go to Italy, there's not going to be any black women. I mean, many black women. And so he goes over there and he gets these flatbacks. This one doesn't look more like a woman here, but uh, let's go ahead and scroll down. Here he is at a yacht party with a boat full of Kayleys. And so uh, melanated women in America, American women, especially American melanated women, they don't know demographics of nothing. They they think they think there's just black women everywhere, which they're uh, in a lot of places. But if you're in Europe, probably not a lot. Okay, in America, there's not a lot of black women. All right, people think there's just a just goo gobs of black women. They're not. They're the black women almost the lowest uh, representation of women statistically. Almost the lowest at this point, and they're getting passed up by the minute every time a sister goes to Planned Parenthood. I mean, we're almost at the bottom of the representation chart. So people think, why did that black man get a a, a, a white woman or a Latina woman? Like statistically, there's more of them than there are of you, right? So what are you talking about? <laughs> you're just concentrated in a certain area, right? So you're in Birmingham. You think there's a lot of black people nationwide. No, you go past Kansas, the state of Kansas, and you go west. You start to see little and little and little. And the further west you go, you start to see little and little and little and little. Even in the state of California, only 5% of the women. I'm sorry, only two, wait, 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 wait. Only 2.5% of the women are black in the state of California because the population is 5% black. So if you dice it in half, only 2.5% of the people in the state of California are African-American women, right? I know people don't believe these things, but it's the truth. So here we go right here. Here's Michael B. Jordan. He's kind of in between uh, Chad here and another brother who looks like maybe it's his real brother. And there's a flat back, right? Wait a minute. There's a flat back right here. There's a flat back right here. There's a flat back here. And there's a flat back here. There's a long back. She long backed it. She long backed it. She flat backed it. And she long backed it. All right. There's a lot of vanilla. There's a lot of sloppy yogurt in there. So with that being said, Michael B. Jordan had an image problem. He had an image problem. His problem is he didn't care that he had a multiracial selection of women. He didn't care. He was in Southern California and he was famous. He's like, I don't care. I will date whoever I want. Let's let this young woman right here, her name is Empress, uh, Fair Use Empress. She's going to explain his image problem. Let's go ahead and pop this up. Y'all, y'all, y'all wilding right now. Y'all are bugging. <laughs> so this is Michael B. Jordan after he got caught in Italy with all them flatbacks. Get off on your boy, right? <laughs> Oh uh, man, listen. Yes, I'm on vacation right now. Okay, I'm traveling around. And, and newsflash, okay? All right, yeah. There's not a lot of black women in Italy. Okay, it's not. It's just not. I'm sorry. See, this is the problem with people who aren't well traveled. Like, there's not a lot of black women just anywhere, right? There are in Brazil. There are in um in any of the continent of Africa. There are some in America. Actually, I think there's more black women in Brazil than there are in America. But people wouldn't know that. People think America, the world revolves around America. And if you have a passport, let me just go ahead and show y'all for a second real quick. If, if a black man happens to get a grab a passport, if you happen to grab a passport, you will find out that there's not many. There, there's not when you go to touch down to someone. 
when you touch down somewhere, there's there's black people, mixed black people, white people, there's everywhere. So it's crazy. But here's now uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, because he got caught. Guess what? He got to do some shuffling. I can do some shuffling, too. Look, Look out, man. man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So he feels he has to apologize to a very small demographic worldwide, which represents black American women. I mean, it's got to be super duper small. I know you think it's a lot, but it's not. It's super duper small. Now, there's blacks in uh, Africa, the continent of Africa. There's blacks there. But those are those are African. You know, those are Nigerian. Those are tribal people. You, what you are in America, don't bring that tribal bull crap over there. All right. They're like, yo, you ain't us. Right? They're like, you ain't one of us. Same thing in, in Brazil, Afro-Latina, Afro-Mexicano. You're not the same. So these men will go to Dominican and get someone similar, but they're not American. They're not black American. So don't get it twisted. You don't represent a large demographic at all. So let's hear Michael B. Jordan shuffling. Sorry, it's not, okay? Oh, bug it, bug it, bug it, bug it, bug it, bug it. I read through the comments and shit. Y'all tearing your boy up. This is it's too much, man. Y'all doing too much, all right? Yeah, so actually, I did say I find a funny one. It was a funny comment on there talking about the cookies and some about white milk. No, I like milk. All right. So now he's gonna explain he likes all type of women. I like chocolate milk. I love chocolate. Milk. I like almond milk, strawberry milk. You know the cinnamon toast crunch. You know what I'm saying the milk after that. I like that too. That's pretty. That's pretty good. All right. I like milk. Period. Y'all, y'all just y'all just doing a lot. Y'all got chill. <laughs> So black men tend to feel like they have to apologize for not selecting from a small demographic of people. All right. And so, uh, again, he's at a higher status than most black men. Right. So who is he going to see? He's going to be introduced to a grand variety of women. So this was his image problem as early as two years ago. I believe this video was three years ago. Yeah. 2018. This was his. I'm setting this up because this is a part of the story. Love that. You see, he's shuffling. Yeah, y'all, y'all just got, y'all got to chill out, man. Just, just, just chill. All right, y'all got to do a lot, man. That, that was my white girlfriend in Italy, though. So now his brother. That was my white girlfriend. See, they do shuffling, shuffling. That's the funny thing. That was definitely that was his girl. That was my wife. <laughs> why, why the need to explain this? Why the need to explain this? Everybody, too, but that's my white girlfriend. I love her. Love you, baby. Oh man. Anyway, I'm just saying, man. Y'all got to start putting more positivity out there, all right? As a black man, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of you got to enrich your community. <laughs> all right, so here he is. Um, I'll play a little bit of this in the background to set that up. So as you can see, Michael B. Jordan had an image problem. There he is with a flat back right there. Or she looks more like a Latina chick. Um, and she looks flat back too. By the way, the higher you go on the economic status uh, chart, the more in shape the woman has to be. Like you have to be in a healthy looking shape. Uh, so, hey, pause here. What is this? Hey, get the damn thing off here. So he's dated black women in the past, but he's also dated other races of women. There you see him right there with Kylie the Demon or Ky whatever her name is. Uh, Keely, Carol, I don't even know what it is. So anyway, as you can see, there he is with another race of woman. Uh, these two look like she looks like perhaps Persian, Middle Eastern or Indian. I can't even tell there. She looks like maybe Middle Eastern. There he is with the looks like an Asian or a Latina chick. So 
He has no shame in this. So why is this important? It's in, oh, it was Kendall. Thank you. It's important because later on, he was in a public romance with Lori Harvey. And the reason why that's important now is because I believe that it was a sham relationship. In my opinion, because of the damage control that Michael B. Jordan was under, he was constantly shuffling. He had to somehow show that he was in a stable romantic relationship and not one of these womenizers who loved all of these milks. I believe Lori Harvey was hired to be his girlfriend. And this was another episode of Black Love Gone Wrong. So you gave people hope that, and, and let me just say, being that it was an arranged relationship doesn't mean there was no authenticity here. There was somewhat of a close friendship. There may have been sexual. They may have been, but in my opinion, this was a hire to clean up his public image, in my opinion. Doesn't mean they weren't friends. Doesn't mean they didn't have, I just believe that it was used to quiet down the the uh i was gonna say something disrespectful to quiet down the the um the mickey mouse club and to make them believe that there was a a possibility see now in hollywood there have been always sham relationships in hollywood they have been always making sham relationships as an example michael jackson once married lisa marie presley it was a complete sham in the past, back in the days of early Hollywood, Rock Hudson, this man married a woman named Phyllis Gates. And this was, uh, uh, this is what people called a beard. Rock Hudson was definitely gay, but he could not be out as gay. He could not be shown as gay. So what he would have to say is, hey, this is my wife, but she was a beard. She was a plant. She was to be seen in public. And she was to be known as the wife. And now Michael B. Jordan's not dumb. He's not, he's not going to make Lori Harvey his wife. But the next best thing is to have a sham, public, arranged, one-year relationship in which Lori Harvey's paid for her presence. And it basically ups her status from being in these streets. In these streets. And gives her a reputation that she can clean up too. She can clean up her reputation and say, hey. Uh, I was somewhat known as a 304. I want to clean that up a bit. Hey, you need some little bit of re reputation rehab. Why don't we smack ourselves together for a good year? We're under contract. This is how much it's going to cost you. I'll give you a couple pieces of peace leave out of it. We'll have some fun, but don't tie me down. You know what I mean? This is a perfect example of a sham marriage. Um, and um, it's done as a publicity stunt. In my opinion, and it doesn't mean that they don't love each other. It doesn't mean they don't like each other. But it's a publicity son, in my opinion. And with that being said, the contract was over. The lease, the lease ended. And now they have to publicly disentangle or uncommingle themselves so that we can say, oh, we're both heartbroken. And it's right before summer, so Lori Harvey can be what? In these streets. She could be back in these streets and do what she probably was doing throughout the relationship. Both of these two are probably pretty busy. I don't see Lori Harvey waiting around for Michael B. Jordan to wrap up a scene to come home and they could be sitting on the couch cuddling together. I don't see that. 
because it's, there's no need for him to do that. And that's not his reputation. Sure. They probably did it. They probably had some dates and went, they had some fun and they liked each other. But I'd say this is an arranged marriage. This is as close to a celebrity arranged marriage as you're going to get. And the thing is, they can't do the marriage anymore because it, it then it tangles the finances. So in the past, in the 80s, 70s, and 60s, they would have gotten married. And they would have just blew, they would have blew all the other stuff over. But now they just got into this romantic love relationship. And then when the lease was over, if it flies, Fs, and floats, lease it. The lease is over. And now she can go back out here in these streets. They can issue a statement that say both are completely heartbroken. And then Michael B. Jordan can go back to pounding vanilla milkshakes. All right. <laughs> and my, matter of fact, he was seen out with a flat back a day later. Mm. Let me see here. Michael B. Jordan was later seen. Oh, by the way, this is supposed to be running across my board here. Where's my banner? Damn, I need a producer. All right, so um, Michael B. Jordan's later seen with a flatback. Let me see something here. New girlfriend. The next day after this statement was issued, let me see if I can pull it here. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Somebody says he let his guard down. He says he's heartbroken. He let his guard down in relationship. So what it sounds like is she broke up. She's ready to be in these streets again. In these streets. She's like, I'm done with this sham relationship. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. And uh, I'm out of here. I'll read a little bit here. But I think he's seen again with another flatback going to the gym. She's like, man, look, man. Let me see here. If I can, I can find it. I want to see if somebody reported on that. This is all uh, media takeout has it. <laughs> media takeout got everything. That is the basically the lowest. I won't say. I won't diss them. Hmm. Anyway, read the article really quick. Here says uh, says uh, a source close to the thirty five year old actor, and she's twenty five. Junior college material, ten year age difference, eleven year. Uh, that they broke up completely heartbroken. Who's completely heartbroken? Both of them? I doubt it. Let's go ahead and share the screen. Highly unlikely. I mean, would we be in favor of a regular uh, normies, 35 and a 25? Would be, would be, um, yes, the Chitlin Circuit newspaper. Would, be, would we be in favor of a 35-year-old normie male with a 25-year-old woman? And I, I would say, they were together. He was 34. She was 24. Would we be in favor of that type of thing? Most most women would be against something like that. They'd be saying, she's a child. He's a predator, right? <laughs> He's a predator. He's preying on her. But in this instance, it was okay. All right, but it's okay. They still love each other. Uh, Michael matured a lot over the course of their relationship and was ready to commit long-term. He let his guard down with her, opening up emotionally in a romantic relationship for the first time. So. Um, in this case, they're presenting it as it was authentic. And like most arranged marriages, you can fall in love with your partner. Uh, many times, arranged marriages are the best way to go about. But we live in a Disney culture where we're supposed to fall in love first, right? And and overlook the fact that the, the person is a nobody. And then all of a sudden, then we when we fall in love, we feel like we realize the person's toxic. It's the opposite in arranged marriages. In the opposite world, they say you line up with all the things that we need, and then eventually we'll fall in love. That's the last completion of the marriage. All right, that's last. The last completion of the marriage is you fall in love. But in America, you have it ass backwards. This is why you have the single mother rate the way it is. All right, go ahead and continue here. 
it says right here, uh, however, the deciding factor in the split was not revealed. The son has reached out. Okay, they didn't want to talk. The last photo together, eh, you know, uh, baby hints. Says right here in January, Lori sparked rumors that she was pregnant by calling her boyfriend, Michael, her baby daddy. All right, uh, anyway, who cares about all that? Says Harvey's happy. Back in February, um, okay, Steve Harvey's commenting, saying he's pulling for him. Let's get to the damn crux of the relationship here. Lori, Lori previously opened up about her relationship with Michael on an episode of The Real back in September. We're just, uh, we just really balance each other. She explained at the time, I really do believe in the statement uh, when they say, when you know, you know, and I think that really applies in our situation. We just have a really good time together. And they sound like friends. By the way, she's a good looking woman. All right, I'm not taking anything away from her. She's a pretty good looking woman. By the way, I'm into skin, and you know her skin's pretty flawless right here. And uh, I'm into collarbones, and she looks foldable. Uh, she she passes all those tests. She passes the collarbone test. I think her feet are somewhat pretty, but I'm not going. You know, looking at her hands, I don't think her feet are all that pretty. Uh, she don't look like she got pretty feet, but she looked like she can work her way up. You know, I might have to put some nice shoes on them feet. And um. You know, she got a little skinny pencil neck right there. I like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this was, to me, it was a sham. It was too much put it in our face very early for me to believe it was authentic at the beginning. Towards the end, I think it was somewhat authentic. And they might have grown to believe. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, they might have grown to like, to like, uh, to like each other. And they might be disappointed that they got to go their separate ways. But I think Lori Harvey is done with this. She's too young for this. She wants to be in these streets. And by the time she's 40, just like her mom, she'll marry for the third time. Like that damn McKenzie. What's her name? Peterson? Michaela Peterson? She just got divorced. She married again. This woman will marry four or five times. And she'll be in trouble uh, backpedaling by the time she's in her 40s. Let me do this. PayPal time. But Lori Harvey should capitalize. What's her net worth? Lori Harvey will capitalize on all of that. She's still got five good years, maybe more, to capitalize on her looks. Okay, she's one of the classic beauties. She's a classic beauty. There's not many classic beauties, right? There's not many. I said Megan Good's a classic beauty. Um, there's a lot of, there's very few classic, beautiful people, and she's one of them. Not many women will be black like that and have that classic look like she could be like um they can make a barbie doll out of her right they can make a barbie doll out of her which puts her in the classic beauty there's beautiful women there's attractive women she's i think she goes in the classic where they can actually yeah she so she could she could capitalize for another 10 years yeah Halle berry's a classic beauty right there's not many classic beauties out here uh, but doesn't mean they got it upstairs. Classic, classically beautiful people are dumb sometimes. And why are they dumb? They're dumb because they never have to develop that, that quality. Somebody said, Coach Simpin, calling a woman beautiful is simping. Boy, I'm not simping for her. You can, you can call it a woman beautiful simping. All right, come on. We need to have, understand what's going on out here. All right, Billy the Kid says, nice guys finish last, coach. He's going to be clapping Mad Kaylee's cheeks in the future, though. Oh, my gosh. I, I will venture to say that this man won't see another black woman 
for about 10 years. <laughs> Michael, jo Michael B. Jordan will not enter another black woman's body for a good 10 years. One hundred percent. He won't pipe down another black woman. Somebody says, "Happy." Oh wait, that's classy beats. He says, "Uh, hey, m happy Monday Day, Coach." Tried to go cash app, but it's tripping today. Shout out to the coach gang. It looks like it went through. Thank you. I know you doubled up around here. Thank you for doubling up. Uh, we in here. We in here. Uh, who is this? Eric M. Known as Dempzilla, I believe. He says, "Coach." If I were to convince a girlfriend or a woman to be a surrogate mother to me, to my seed, to protect myself from future court issues so I can get automatic custody fully given me control of the child and relationship, could that work? Yes, it could work. Statistically, it could work. But with that being said, it's going to cost you, in essence, in upwards of ninety dollars to $100,000 to have a full surrogate in the United States of America, okay? That means you have to hire a lawyer. She has to have a lawyer, okay? You have to hire, iron out the, do not do this negotiation by yourself. Hire a lawyer. She has a lawyer representing her. You have your parental rights because a lot of women, sometimes a surrogate can get attached to their child, okay? So if they get attached to the child, which some women do, everything's biological. So she has the baby in her body, you're saying it's your seed. Amber Heard and them just went through this, by the way, with Elon Musk. She has the baby in her body. She's going to grow attached to it. When that baby comes out, she ain't going to be able to give that. Most surrogates can just give the baby away and say, damn, I was just used as a damn bull, a, mo a mule. But if they can do that on a professional level and deal with the trauma, the mental trauma of the postpartum, then you're good. If she comes back and say, you know what? I know we agreed to this, but this is my baby. It was in my body. What you going to do? Now you got to go to court. <laughs> you got to go to court, right? So you got to go to court. And by the way, you got to pay and fund for the entire pregnancy. You got to provide for her. It's a very expensive thing to do. And this is why broke ninjas always say, ah, I'd rather fall in love with a woman and have kids, which is the lowest statistically relationship to work in modern times it has a low chance of working but because it's free men will do that and he's brokered in a joke i want to pass my legacy odds are the relationship's going to implode and now you're going to pay on the back end 90 to one hundred thousand dollars on the back end to never see your kid <laughs> again free women cost the most free women cost the most you all anytime you enter a relationship with a woman that says this isn't about money it's about love you just wrote a blank check you just wrote a blank check of what you could have paid for up front and now you're going to pay double on the back end just to calculate this if you're separated from your kid before the age of five and you paid child support all the way through the kid's life it will be close to seventy-two dollars to $100,000 worth of child support. You either pay up front. Gentlemen, there's no free. Every now and then, you'll get a free couple pieces of peace leave, and some wilderbeast that you banged in the middle of Tuesday will leave you alone. 
Most times, though, if you go extend past that, most times if you go extend past that, the free women cost the most, though you either pay up front or in the back end. It's it. Now, you can be mad at that, but don't be mad at me. I didn't create this system. The system is what it is. Do not be mad at me. I know you're mad at me for explaining this. You either pay up front or you pay in the back. Many times if you choose in the back, it's a blank check that you you signed with the with the blank total amount. It's empty with your signature on it and you handed it over to the game. And you're hoping that she don't lose the check. I mean, you're hoping that she loses the check. All right, you understand. So I know we try to find solutions for you, gentlemen. Surrogacy is a solution, although it costs way more up front. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have 90 grand up front. So what are you going to settle for next? The next you're going to settle for the back end freebie. I'll get it for free. I'll make it love me. And I'll let her and she'll tell me to bust all up inside of my wall. Let me show you an example of this. I want you to listen to this, young men. Young men, listen to this. Here it is. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Okay, that's what you want. And that's free. It was absolutely free for you to do. By human nature, that was free for you to do. Guess what? I'll oh, just bust up beside me. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, don't count them. Don't worry. Don't worry. Now you're on the hook. Now you're paying what? And she's, what was she doing the whole time? She like, she cackling. She, she cackling on him. She ha ha and kikiing that his dumb ass fell for it. Watch. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Now he's stuck. He's stuck. <laughs> like, there you go. He got it for free. Now he got a blank check. He signed a blank check to that woman. Whenever he don't start acting right, whenever he don't start acting right, she going to pull a plug from his ass. If you don't marry her up now, because I'm sure they're not married. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am... Too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. You could pay for this up front. Surrogacy, you pay up front. Shout out to Billy the Kid. She probably didn't have a father in the house and has no clue what a good man looks like. She'll be 38, single with two kids with two different baby daddies asking. What happened? Where did all the men go? Um, If you know about her past, Steve Harvey... Steve Harvey has been the father for her and they um, her dad was imprisoned. We're talking about Lori Harvey. This is all alleged off the top of my head. You may be correct me. Her dad was a drug dealer, known drug dealer. And he was imprisoned. And then she married his her mother. Married. The dad's cousin, who was also a part of the drug organization. And then. Steve Harvey married her third. And then the husband, the first drug dealer husband, got out of prison. I, I could have the details wrong. But <laughs> somebody says, hey, yo. So this, these were her examples of men early on in her life. 
But uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing. This is why you got to do your background check and get the 304 facts of the lady. Shout out to, we're going to call you Nick P. Appreciate you, Nick P. And then Harold L. Harold L. has this to say. He says Creed Jr. is on the dark side. And he says the winner by technical knockout and still the undisputed champion. Money and options. And now Michael B. Jordan never has to go back to please the, the hen house about having regular relationships. Why don't you settle down? Why don't you have a re regular relationship? He no longer has to go back to that. He's done it. He can literally just go back and just relax, play the field. He could be back in Italy, clapping cheeks. And he said, hey, I had a good black woman. She wanted to be in these streets, right? In these streets. Now I'm just going to be single and a free agent. Where are we at here? Um, we got a couple more. Gemini Ryder, accepting women's nature is the best thing a man can do. It's the best thing you guys can do. You guys can fight it. You guys can hope that they're different. Um, there's some beautiful, good women out here. All right. Most of them are taken already. Beautiful women don't last. I'm sorry. Good women don't last long. They don't. They get taken up. And good women know how to push them chips in and cash in. Some women are still beautiful, but they're still going to cash it in monetization-wise. They're no longer in the good woman category. Sure, you're a nice person. You're not a good woman anymore. You're monetized yourself. You sold yourself out. Um, there's no reason. There's no reason to now believe that you are somewhat uh, of a good woman and have a good reputation. So, with that being said, with that being said, the rest that remains are have sold out. They sold out. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Yeah, if you want to drag women back to the plantation in 2022 it ain't happening bro shout out to david with the uh five dollar sponsorship you didn't even say nothing bro but i shouted you out lawrence matt he says it is safe to call is it safe to call the inner simp a samson spirit uh we know samson was a purchaser of peace league right samson was a known trick <laughs> so then he fell for delilah and delilah was a hired a hired spy. She was a spy for the Philistines. So uh, a lot of women that you're with are spies. You guys don't know it yet. And they're hired by the government. And uh, so was he uh, the inner simp spirit? He got he got into trusting the woman, right? And giving her, he, he didn't use his Bruce Wayne. He didn't, he didn't maintain his Bruce Wayne frame. <laughs> Samson did not maintain his Bruce Wayne frame. He gave up his secret to his success. He gave up his secret to um, he gave up his secret to his strength in a pillow talk conversation by a poking, prodding spy of the Philistine. And once she had that information, because she actually tempted him twice, he actually she actually tried to take his life twice because when he I think more than twice, because this is a story, by the way. When we, I've done a video on this, by the way. I've done a video. When she told, when he told her the secrets, she went back and ran to the Philistines and said, "This is the secret." And they tried to take him out, and it wasn't the secret. And he still didn't understand. He still didn't get it in the story. And she tried him twice based on the false information that he gave her. He should have known that that wasn't it. But of course, 
in a moment of weakness, which men, after you roar, roar, after you bust a nut, you be quiet. Just be quiet. Because many times in your feeling of euphoria, you will start giving information away. You will start making promises to the woman because your body is tingling. Your sack has been relief, relieved. And you start giving away secrets and she starts poking and prodding, prodding. Hey, why don't we go on a trip? Why don't we go on a trip? Why don't we do this? We should go this. We should go to an amusement park. This is what a woman will do naturally after she's pleased you. And then she'll start asking you secrets and questioning you. The best thing you can do is give her three and four rounds and put her head to, head to bed. Do not pillow talk. This is what married simps do. And then the married simp goes and pillow talks and tells his wife everything that the right hand's doing. The left hand don't have to know what the right hand's doing. You don't have to tell her everything. You don't have to tell her how you make this cake. All you have to do is deliver the cake. You don't give her the damn recipe to the cake, baby. I make this situation work. You don't have to know nothing. All right, don't ask me why I got to work late. Don't ask me why I got to do this extra hustle. Don't ask me why I got to make a live stream today. I got to make this cake. All you do is cut the cake. That's all you do. And if you can't cut the cake without your nosy ass knowing how everything is done, well, you ain't wifey material. All right, just show up, be seen, and not heard. That's the easiest damn thing to do, but you can't pull this damn thing off. All right, get your spirit in check. Understand that I'm the chef in this damn kitchen. And when I need you to cut up dino chicken nuggets and hot dogs and make tombstone pizza and macaroni and cheese for dinner, I'll put you up in the kitchen too. <laughs> All right, shout out to Miss Chef. Oh, I know who this is. This is my pretty feet Latina girl right here. Shout out to her. She says, Eve cursed us. Only way, uh, the only work if we pray in our discipline. <sighs> yeah, shout out to you, Michelle. Uh, you got a good, you got a good spirit. All right. I hope you have good women around you. Um, I hope you have good women around you. The quality of a good woman is to have good women around them. They cannot have straggle daggles around them, even if they straggle daggles are you for used for entertainment purposes only. You're in weakness when you're around weak women, right? Who are not blessed in the spirit, right? So I hope you have good women around you. Uh, somebody says Eve cursed uh, you. But uh, the, the fact is, you have to very much be disciplined as a person to carry off a modern relationship. If you're not disciplined, you're as a man or a woman, you're not going to win. You got to be very much disciplined uh, to carry out a monogamous relationship, especially in today's world. In today's world, you got to be super duper disciplined because you're going to be tempted. Your tummy is going to be tempted with the taste of nuts and honey for the ladies. And I'm going to be tempted, man, because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And I'm not built for monogamy. I tried it out. It didn't work. With that being said, we are, ye, ye are of the dark side. So I will have multiple meat mates. I will have, I will have 10 toes up, knees Pent back to the ears, folding up whoever I need. I'll be at Baskin Robbins, like 31 flavors up in this mug. 31 flavors up in here. All right, I like them all. Butter pecan, cocoa mix, chocolate. All right, white vanilla, porcelain skin. I'll be, look, 
I'll be at the sample at the Baskin and Robbins. Can I get a little bit of that rainbow sherbet you got right there? How about a little bit of that Rocky Road? Yeah, baby, how about that vanilla bean right there? Pour a little bit of, oh, yeah, you give me that right there. Hey, let me get a sample with that little ass spoon. With that little ass spoon, let me get a. All right, time for me to go. <laughs> We out of here. Oh, I had a little bit. Let me go on and put that back up. You can put that on back up. Nah, we ain't going to have none of that. Anything else y'all got? Y'all got any new flavors around here? Something right right off the assembly line? Stock factory issue, perhaps? Perhaps right? Freshman year at the junior college, perhaps? Anything? Anything? Yep. <laughs> All right. Sophomore graduation, perhaps? Anybody transferring into the university at the at the dorm? Any newbies? Any fresh turnouts, perhaps? Yes, perhaps, yes. Jasmine writes on me. I got money. <laughs> All right, man. We having fun around here. Let me do a couple more. Ever A. He says that sister laugh like uh the girl in the do Biden. Oh, yes. The ha ha and key he. Why do people laugh so loud like that? What type of laugher are you? I'm a ha-ha. I'm a kikier. <laughs> I hate loud-ass laughers. <laughs> Sorry for y'all with the headphones on. I'm one of the... <laughs> hey, ladies. Be a quiet, petite laugher. <laughs> hey, if you with me for long-term, you gotta be a... <laughs> Like a cute laugher, like a what they call a um, neotness laugher. You got to have a little neotny, <laughs> cute giggler. <laughs> right. You can't be no loud ass laugher with me and you a woman. If you a loud laugher, you screaming ass laugher, nah. I'll be looking at your ass like. Yeah, if you snort, gone. <laughs> Neotni, look it up. Let me look it up. Make sure it don't mean nothing. I don't want it to mean. We still got uh what's her name? Neotni. Neotni. Let's make sure it's what I want. Uh-oh. The retention of juvenile features in an adult animal. <laughs> That's what it means right there. Uh anyway, yes. Cute. No loud-ass laughers and no loud-ass people. You ever hear people, somebody said the hyena laugh. <laughs> they be right across from you and they loud as hell. You like, I can hear, I'm sitting right here. They in the middle all excited about telling their story. Hey, yo, and I, hey, man, hey, quiet, quiet down. Well, man, now, you a buzzkill, never mind. I ain't even going to tell you my story no more. Why? Because I told you to turn the volume down. Turn it down. And ladies, turn it down. I, I know you. See, they bucking. Uh, a lot of people aren't trained as young women. What, what young women have to understand is you need a man around you all your life. All your. You weren't intended to roam this earth by yourself. Now, I was. Men have been, we've been intended. We're designed to roam the earth. We can roam the earth and sniff our way back to the house. This world is not designed for you from that. It's, I, saw, I know this sounds misogynist. It's not. 
With that being said, you can't roam the earth for 40 years by yourself and come back, made good decisions all the way through. Even men are going to make dumbass decisions, all right, all the way through them 40 years. You're not intended for that. With that being said, you need someone to guide you, like an older male, an uncle, a father, especially a father, to tell you, yo, uh, <laughs> you need to learn to keep your voice down. I can keep my voice, but you're, it, it's not going to work out for you. You're going to wonder why people criticize you, why people prejudge you. You're going to wonder why people don't want to date you. Just learn, tamp it down. Tamp down with the voice. Bring it down an octave. And why your voice so deep? You just can't handle Bring it down. I know people don't want to hear this, but these are the things you should be telling your daughter. And if your daughter rebels, all right, let her learn the hard way. Let her get thunked over the head. Okay. <laughs> like I told you 10 times already, let you get thudded over the head. And this is what's happening to women today. They don't have a father figure because you got some wussy ass fathers out here to be honest. All right. You got enablers as parents. You got some wusses. You scared to get your you scared to get your daughter in order. And then all of a sudden you turn up. And this is what your daughter's nieces and cousins looking like. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, yeah, somebody says you can't handle it. I can't handle the loud, at, first loud people, just so people don't know it's not misogynist. But in public, if you with me, we got to be seen and not heard. Very classy. If you roll somebody with my circle, be very classy, elegant. I'm, I'm classy and elegant. I ain't, I'm not drawing attention to myself. I don't go in there loud. Yeah, Sean, you know what I'm saying? CGA in the building, Sean. Tap it up right here, Sean. Yo, drinks on me around here. Yo, Sean, the CGA is in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, pour that up over there. We having a party. I ain't doing none of that. I roll up in that damn thing joint very discreet. And the reason, second reason why I do that is so I can dip discreet. I dip the hell up out of there. All right, quiet. What do they call it? An Irish exit or something like that? I dip the hell out of there with nobody knowing. I don't say bye. I don't say I'm leaving. I don't say, hey, I'll see you next week. I dip out. Dip low. Just dip the hell out. It's time to go. Let's go. Everybody turn. Everybody looking that way. Let's break the hell up out of here. I, Iris, goodbye. Quiet. I, I, I step in places quiet. All right, I step in and step out quiet as hell. And I don't stay long. I don't overstay my welcome. I don't let people say, oh, go, no, no, man, one more hour. No, nope. because I know when that's when the bullshit is about to go down. Dip out of there. So anyway, uh, some women want to be all loud. And uh, uh, I can't deal with... um. What do they call it? Extroverts? <laughs> if you are extrovert, I have extroverted women. Oh, come out with me and you will have fun. And they want to be jumping on the tables. Woohoo! Mm -mm. I don't want to be around them people at all. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. Come on, have a shot. They drink out of the, the freaking ski, the ski with the ski. What do you call it? The ski shot ski. All right, the shot ski. They ski, drink it out of the shot ski. Oh, drink. Woohoo! <laughs> Hell no. <laughs>
I hate them people. Now, if that's you, you ain't rolling with me. Shotsky, woohoo, fireball. No. <laughs> I hate them people, bro. I'll be looking at them like these people, these people hurt inside. They're going to be back drunk. Uh, they're going to be back drunk, ran through, date great, violated. They're going to be at the police department crying. All right, th- tomorrow. They're going to be waking up crying, not knowing how they then got violated in 50 different ways, blaming everybody else. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the people are dangerous. Hopeless romantics and extroverts. Super duper dangerous. Hi, girls. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Those are the people that go out and they convince you to do all kinds of stuff that's going to put you in bad shape. Oh, leave your car over here. Park it over here. We'll come back and get it tonight. And then y'all all pile in the Nissan Altima, go to some damn club, cross town, bar hopping, one to the next to the next. They all drunk as a skunk. I'm sitting up there sober. How are we going to get home? They passed out. <laughs> they try to catch an Uber back, throwing all up in an Uber. We end up way across town. Shit, how am I going to get my car now? Like, what the hell? Did somebody take my car? Yeah, my car gets towed. I'm like, man, what the hell is this? They're like, I'll just just go to sleep and pick it up tomorrow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> hell no. I'll drive my ass there. I'll meet y'all there. I'll dip in. As soon as y'all start acting funny, I'm out. Yeah, they told you your car be safe right here. They done broke into it, stole your stereo. They stole all your change out the ashtray. You got a boot. They told it and put a boot on. These people are insane people. They're, they're, they're living by the moment and they have no regard for your property or your the way you live your life. I can't deal with people like that. These people are unstructured human beings. Now, you guys can go have fun, but it ain't going to be on my dime. Shout out to my man, A. Wallace. Appreciate the support. Uh, XL Pro Services, salute coach gang. Justin Gonzalez, have uh, noticed how tall people are in Generation Z. Yeah, that's called evolution. That's called evolution and survival of the fittest and natural selection. Human beings, especially in America, are becoming taller and taller because uh, women in general are selecting taller men to mate with. And so if you live in a rich suburban neighborhood, the people are going to be super tall. You go to a middle-class neighborhood, people start getting shorter. You go to a poor neighborhood, people start getting really shorter. Especially immigrants. Immigrants that come across the last 100 years, they come across from Mexico, Guatemala. They come back from Honduras. These are little human beings. From the damn Inca and the Myra, My, Mayans. They're little. Four, women to be 4'11", 5, 5 feet, 5'1", five, 5'2". If they select a guy and he's five, four, five, six, they're going to have little human beings. <laughs> okay. Same thing when they came over from the boat in Italy. It was a little old Italian woman, 4'11", 5'1", 5'2". And she married a little Italian man, 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. He, he was big and buff. He was really muscular. Over here. And they had little ass human beings. Now, once you go to the upper crust and people start getting wealthier, you'll have a woman. She's 5'8". And she'll marry a guy 6'4", and their kid will be 6'2", held back two years in school, taking HGH on the volleyball team. He'll be 6'8". Mm. 
<laughs> and then their daughter will be six two, and she was like, I can't find anybody to date. Then she's got to go to college and marry some dude that's six four, and then it just keeps going and going and going. In the community, um, it tends to happen like that. They tend to all get impregnated by dudes that's going to go D1, get an NFL draft, and then Demetrius will come out with a goatee in the ninth grade dunking on people. And then a stepdaddy will be a little sawed-off dude like me, happy to be there. Yeah, Demetrius, I showed you how to dribble that basketball. If Demetrius didn't have the genetics of the baby daddy, Demetrius wouldn't be doing a damn thing. He'd be on the bench. And the stepdaddy will be struggling. So KD's stepdaddy is KD's AAU coach. LeBron's father. LeBron's stepdaddy, AAU coach. LeBron, who's LeBron's daddy? <laughs> who's LeBron's dad? Where he at? I want to see his ass. I bet you he's a, a specimen, pause. He's a specimen. I bet you the stepdaddy or any of one of his coaches wasn't look nothing like LeBron's daddy. <laughs> Zion's Williams, Zion Williams' daddy versus the stepdaddy. KD's daddy versus the stepdaddy or his AAU basketball coaches. Where are these daddies at? I want to see what these daddies look like. <laughs> but this is what happens. These kids grow up. I remember running track because I'm like, you know, I'm a small, I was small in high school. I'm small now, but I was smaller in high school, right? I remember one track meet because I'm in a suburban school. I, I went to a suburban school. I was like the fast. Black guy. <laughs> so we had a track meet running a four by one. And we're at an open meet, which means it's like one of these meets where everybody comes all around Southern California. So they coming around everywhere. Dude, I swear to God, this team came in from, uh, I don't remember what school it was. But these dudes look like they had babies in the stand. These dudes had a full ass goatee lined up. Earrings, necklaces, you know what I'm saying? They was lined up. They looked like somebody's daddy. And I was looking like, <laughs> like I was the dude in high school. I was the dude to all the white dudes like, yeah, we got him on our team. Then they showed up. It was four of them versus one of us and three white dudes. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. We about to get smoked. Mm. It was like, run that anchor leg. I was like, y'all better keep up. <laughs> y'all better keep up. Maintain because these dudes got legs and big ass legs, hamstrings and muscles and shit. I was like, Ooh. I was like, man, if y'all don't keep up by the third leg, I'm gonna pull a cramp. I'm gonna pull a hammy. All right, crossing the finish line. I ain't about to come across the finish line by myself. Why everybody finished feeding their babies already? They giving the baby formula. They at the finish line. Yeah, Sean, we just smoked that little look at that little black kid right there, y'all. Sean, we just smoked him. Yeah, they was all big, like they've been bred in the, from slavery. I was like, man, damn, what y'all doing? Grocery shopping at the end of the track meet? What the? <laughs> Those are the baby daddies that you never see. Uh, quick story, uh, Shakira. Yeah, I hated track season. I was like, I can't wait to league. Because <laughs> right? league, it was nothing but suburban school. I hated non-league track meets. I was like, man, I hate non-league. Y'all got us running against all these great teams. And we out here trying to keep up. <laughs> I got three white dudes with me, but they was fast too. But they were intimidated. They were like, oh man, we ain't gonna win. I was like, hey, come on, man. We could do it. Uh, what was I gonna say here about that? 
Let's do uh, Shakira. Shakira. That little spinner, Shakira. By the way, she's five foot two. She is a little spinner back in the day. Look at all that hair, by the way. That's a lot of hair. Shakira always had a lot of hair. Her hair was very sexy, by the way. But Shakira is 45 years old, and she has a 35-year-old boyfriend. I believe they have two kids together. This man's smart. He did not marry her, but, you know, because she had status, he had an 11-year relationship with Shakira, and he is a footballer. I believe he's a – is he a footballer or a – yeah, he's a footballer. Shout out to the footballers. Footballers. And there he is right there. And there's Shakira. Can you see the age difference? Although he's been aging like he's he plays football outside. Doesn't matter. I'm sure he's a millionaire. And she's separated from her football star, Gerard Piquet, I believe, after 11 years. And rumors of the split began to circulate early last week when reports in Spain claimed that Bar the Barcelona man have strayed. So let me guess. He's in Spain, which is a very feminist country, by the way. There's young Spanish women out there with pretty feet. Those Spanish room will uh, ruin you, bro. They be speaking Spanish and looking pure European. You be like, uh, <laughs> like if you're from America, you'll be confused like hell. You be like, especially if you're from the West Coast. <laughs> if you're from the West Coast, you ain't seen Spanish like this. You like, what? <laughs> when I'm in Miami. When I was in Miami, Miami. See, this is the definition of Spanish. It's a European country. It's kind of like England. England, Spanish is a European country, but they came to the Americas and wrecked shop, right? So a lot of people in America and in the Americas speak Spanish. Spanish was just as crazy as the English, but the English are the ones that always get the blame for everything. Think about all the Spanish you hear in North and South America. Uh, how did that happen? Spanish was wrecking shop, all right? But it's always the English people that get the hell. Think of it. Think of it. There's more Spanish talked about. There's more Spanish in North and South America than there is English. Way more. Not even close. I believe. I, I don't even believe it's close. But uh, <laughs> it's not even close. The 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 United Kingdom was looking at the Spaniards like y'all y'all aggressive, bro. The conquistadors. Y'all conquistadors are crazy, bro. The conquistadors did not play. So um, <laughs> the conquistadores. So with that being said, I was in Miami. And there was some white people at this coffee shop. <laughs> they looked American white to me. Although when they started ordering, they were speaking in full Spanish. And I was like, they was blonde and blue-eyed. I was like, I got sucked in for a second. It's like, where am I? Looked around. What is this shit? Because <laughs> mm. I was from the West Coast. I'm from the West Coast. Anybody you hear speak Spanish, they're damn near brown. They're brown. They ain't blonde and blue-eyed. The Cubanos over there. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, let me get out my book here. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I get it now. These are Spaniards and Cubans. So anyway, that threw my head off. I'd never seen no shit like that in my life. But if you understand Spain, Spain is in Europe. Spain looks like Europeans, but they speak Spanish. Comes from Latin, right? 
this is why you have to travel. <laughs> yeah, Blacks speak Spanish. I mean, Spanish is a very, uh, probably on this side of the hemisphere, probably the most popular language. I mean, English, you know what it is. Anyway. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, we're talking about this woman. We're going off on a tangent. Thanks for staying so long. This is the edutainment show. So this is the footballer. And he plays in Barcelona. And he strayed on damn old ass Shakira. He strayed on old ass Shakira. How, this, how would you think this marriage is going to work? He's 35. He's, a, he's rich. He's got a 45-year-old aging star. Everybody thought he wouldn't stray. Shakira confirmed that par pair separated in the statement via her publicist, but made no comment of the footballer. Is it PK? Sorry if I'm saying his wrong name wrong. He allegedly cheated, and there she is rapping around him. I told you she was a little spinner. All right. And Shakira, 45, has confirmed the separation. All right, right there. It says, it reads, we regret to confirm that we are parting ways for the well-being of our children. We and our, he says, we are our highest priority. Who are our highest priority? We ask that you respect their privacy. Thanks for understanding. Uh, no, no, nope. You can't do that. Is it peak? It's PK. Okay, PK 35 has yet to release a statement. Reports in Spain claim the former Manchester United man has staying alone in his own apartment for a week. Uh, it should be says has been staying alone. In his apartment, his apartment for weeks following Shakira's discovery of his infidelity. Wow. It says the World Cup winning winner. Sorry, man. I, it's Monday. Sorry. The World Cup winner is said to have been enjoying Barcelona's famed nightlife with his pals and teammates, Rique Puig. Ricky Puig. I don't know. R I Q U E. I'm going to say Ricky Puig. And according to Marca, his partying has been out of control. I'm reading like fresh. I know my reading's down. So let me guess. He's in Barcelona with them Barcelona young tenders. And he's out here. He's He didn't marry her, which is smart. But of course, come on, man. It says PK met Shakira while he was training in Madrid ahead of the 2010 World Cup, which was a lifetime ago. The Colombian singer, hit single Waka Waka, yeah, my, my pop culture shitty, was the official song for the tournament, and the defender appeared in the video. PK reclaimed, it all started when we were in South, uh, South Africa, and I wrote to her. So at that time, he was 23, and she was 34. Something like that. So he was a young buck, with little leverage, although he was a star in the World Cup, and she was a young 34. Now she's 44, 45, and he's like, nah, I done had enough of that shit. Again, no matter how beautiful the woman is, there's always a man that's tired of banging her. And it says right here, they confirmed that they were in a relationship a year later, their first child and boy named Milan was born in 2013, which makes the child around uh, less than 10 years old. So he's going to be responsible. I don't know how child support works over there. The former couple welcomed their second child, a boy named Sasha, in 2015. So that child is about seven or eight. Before the separation, 
PK was quizzed about his failures to tie the knot when the whenever, uh, wherever singer are in with them. And he said, hell with all that during the appearance on the overlap, the center back told ex-teammate Gary Neville, no, I'm not married. It's her mentality. Interesting. So he threw her under the bus. I like how we are right now. We have two kids, nine and seven right now. We work good as a couple. Oh, he went and dodged that one. He was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, so she was like, it's her mentality. I would never marry her. So a lot of people tried to push him in the marriage, and he was like, nah, because he wanted to be in these streets. So he said, nope, two kids, and that's enough. And what happened probably is the bait and switch. So she started bait and switching him. He started seeing the real her. Guys, everybody, you guys, you, you know, you, uh, any woman you meet, the first six months, everything she says is an absolute lie. Not saying it's a bold-faced lie, but it is a lie, meaning there's a lie of, omit, at, uh, of omission. There's leaving out details to every story she's told. It's her representation. It's her representative. It is not her. Six months and one day, you can finally start seeing who the real person is after the lust is worn off. After the lust is worn off, everything she's saying is not true. It's not true on face value. Now, if you can get past that part and understand that, then you're going to start to learn. Who, now, most people give up the ghost way earlier than that now. They don't even can get the six months without giving up the ghost. So, But most can lie up to six months. Now, after that, between six months and two years, you're starting to see the picture as long as your lust is in proper perspective. If your lust is not in check, you're going to roll the dice and you're going to lose. He figured out in the first two or three years after impregnating her, no go zone. He's like, nope, she's already revealed who she is and I'm not going to marry her. So it's okay. Guys, this is all information your father should have given you, but they didn't because your father was a boomer simp. Your father failed. Your father used to sit out he used to watch Cooley High and beat out there. How do I? Ooh. He used to do wop back in the 50s. He used to be a peeping Tom and climbing trees with binoculars. He used to have a stack of Playboy magazines under his bed in the 70s. Your father was an R&B simp. He was a Steve Harvey mold. He never had a real man around because his father was never around. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Your, his his father went to Vietnam and came back, um, and they lived in the projects. And then she kicked him out of the house, your father, because he might have been an alcoholic or he was on that Agent Orange or whatever he was on. He was on that Heron. He was a wannabe pimp. That was your father's father. Okay. So he was on that Heron. <laughs> And then guess, yeah, he had three, he did had he had three other families in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He had a he had kids outside his marriage over here. He had kids. Your papa was a rolling stone, or he was a weak, he was a weak, broke back beta simp, just lucky to be there. He was old Henry with this, with his uh with with this big old short, overweight wife, Benita. And Benita loud talked him and over talked Henry, and he was just a weak old spineless jelly back, yellow back. <laughs> and your father your father's father was the first one to get finessed in the child support court 
He ain't never heard of that. He was back there uh, living in Chicago during the blues time. What was the blues movie in Chicago? I always think uh, Cadillac Records. That was your father over there, Muddy Waters' ass father. Getting finessed by child support on the corner. Now he a wino on the corner. That's your daddy. That's your daddy's daddy. And your daddy saw that. And he just been, he just been a, he just been a coward in church, being dragged to church every week by mother. She, she got, he got by mother Mildred, mother Mildred with the big hat all cocked sideways. And she put her wig and she put her hat on mother Mildred. You know, we got to be in church, that old Southern Baptist church. They there with that tambourine. And he just in there. Hi, mother Mildred. She a rock star in church. She got her stockings on with them shoes, them big ass uh, old lady shoes. <laughs> And he just henpecked as hell. Oh, Mother Mildred. And Mother Mildred, a rock star. And he the deacon. One day, I'm going to get up and have my own church. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was, your, that was your daddy. Weak-ass, Kojic church going as daddy. All right? Where the mothers are the rock stars. You know it. Dragged his ass into church. Propped his ass up, put her hand in his back, and he parried everything she said. He was like this. Brock, Brock, my wife is a genius, Brock. <laughs> Cardboard cutout ass daddy. That's your daddy. That's what you grew up with. Just pay the bills ass daddy. Just come home, put your feet up, and read the newspaper ass daddy. That was your daddy. Or that was your granddaddy. So anyway, now, now we're trying to tell our side of the story. We trying to toughen you up, and they call this toxic. We just need you good men out here. You good men need to do this, all right? When everybody show up, y'all start shuffling. You start getting bags of ice, charcoal. Y'all run to the store, honey, what we need. You start going getting hot dogs and franks, pork and beans, potato salad. They in there cooking up the potato salad. We need some more sugar. Yo ass go scramble. <laughs> Oh, we need to go get sugar and ice. And we need to go get all this stuff. What y'all need, ladies? We gonna be out here good. You know, we gotta take care of the ladies. You guys, old good man ass. <laughs> Run to the store ass, honeydew list ass daddies. That was you. And y'all run through the store, act like y'all ain't never been there. Okay, brothers, let's split up. All right, you go get the watermelon and the melons. You go over there and you get the brown sugar. And you go over there and get the mayonnaise. Everybody break. All right, here we go. Oh, where we at? Oh. Brown sugar, brown sugar. <laughs> That's your granddaddy. That's how y'all learn to become a man. And then she booted his ass up out the house too. And don't let her find the nudie magazines all up under the mattress. Oh my God, Henry, I can't believe you. Look at these girls right there. Oh my God. Pam Greer all up on the cover of the magazine. Who is this Jet Beauties? You done circled and cut out all the Jet Beauties? Oh, Henry, goddamn. Your father listened to Too Short back in the day. All right. Now I take my... Ch I don't complain about shit because she's my hoe. She found your Too Short tape. That was your daddy. Your daddy's, your daddy's uh, church wife found your daddy's Too Short tape and put it in. She was the, she thought it was the kids tape. Oh my goodness, let's play this Barney. She put it in the cassette. Chick 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 make me rich. 
Oh my God, what is this? What the hell? <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> so I said pages, pages stuck together. <laughs> All right, you didn't you didn't done all the spank make material and snatched all the pages. She didn't open the pages. Rip, rip. What the hell? Oh my god! What is these big white women melons magazine? These girls, they got these big white women, big old melons. Henry, I know you damn well ain't got no melons magazine in here. Henry, like, oh my. All right, let's do these cash apps. Appreciate y'all for supporting today's show. This is a Monday show. It was a little reckless. <laughs> it was reckless. All right, your boy Scoop, you already know what it is, Coach. 100. Thank you, man. We speak the truth over there. This is the truth. The Biggins Magazine. Oh, Melon. First white woman he ever seen. Henry like, oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, one of these days. Hey, your daddy and your granddaddy never could get a white woman. Like, it was not even the realm of possibility. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He saw him in the magazine. Oh, my goodness. He saw him on the VHS. He put that big-ass VHS in the damn thing. Rewind it back to the scene. He won't. He, he could never get no white woman. It wasn't even in the realm of possibility. Now, his son walking around with white girls. Yo, daddy, like. <laughs> son, we could never do nothing like that. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I never could walk down the street. I never could go to Bensonhurst and walk down the street with no white woman. <laughs> he never could go over there to uh, Cicero in Illinois and walk clean down the street with no white woman in Cleveland. You can't go around in Cleveland and walk with no damn white woman. It wasn't even possible. Listening to some damn Ohio players in his eight track with his long ass deuce in the quarter. He couldn't, he, it wasn't even impossible. He couldn't be like draw up in the community unless he was a pimp. That was the only way he'd have to be a pimp. Other than that, he go up in the community at the party, the picnic, and he'd pull up with some, they'd be like, uh uh, get out. But now, it's crazy. The world is wide open now. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Oh, goodness. What a show today. Thank you, man. What a show. Oh, I think I got all the PayPals. I got maybe potentially one more. I won't say his government name. Somebody says, I'll let the surrogate mother to be mother to the child. I just want full custody. No. No, 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 no. You separate the surrogate mom from the child. Right? That's the only way you do it. Do not keep the surrogate mom in the kid's life. Do not do it. Separate they ass. All right. They, they don't have any, no rights, no nothing. That's the part of surrogacy. Because that person is going to be an agent of chaos in your life. You're going to be like, oh, go see your real mama. No. <laughs> the, the purpose of surrogacy is to separate that person from the, the entire relationship i'm sorry to say this is how it works but if you keep them around they're going to be an agent of chaos they're going to bond with the child and then ruin the whole process no she's going to get feelings for the kid you're going to send a picture this is how your kid's looking never send it back separate that kid from the mom 
the surrogate mom, you don't even know that person anymore. You go your own way. Shout out to uh, who is this in here? We'll call you Courtney. Courtney T speaking big facts, coach. They don't like these facts. They don't like these facts. All right, Jack Vendetta says, like King Solomon, smash who you want unapologetically. Uh, just know that when you go into um, go into this life of, because sex is always going to be a part of people's lives. I started off doing my content, MGTOW, and that philosophy is almost like a somewhat of a segregate society, right? Where they say, at this point in my life, I'm going to separate myself from these people. And then more... The, the more I have to make more content, I'm I'm kind of pigeonholed. You're kind of pigeonholed in the content because then you can't explore other options. You should be saying, get away. Well, that doesn't open up the content very much and you can't use many jokes or humor related to that. So you got to open up the content by being a little more inclusive. And then I found ways to be inclusive, but it's still no relationships, no cohabitation, no marriage. Now, with that being said, when it comes to men trying to find a way to deal with women, there's always going to be a trap somewhere the trap is always laid that sweet sweet honey always comes with a penalty it always comes with a penalty it always comes with a penalty there's really no really just where you get so the more people you deal with the more chaos you're going to bring in your life and a lot of men that were had harems and concubines and all of these guys they fell victim to the spirit of women, meaning there's jealousy, uh, there's chaos. The more women you deal with, the more chaotic it's going to be. The more you got to balance these relationships, the more you got to try to fulfill them, the more people will get competitive. It's, it's tough. It's tough. So you got to find the best way for you to deal with modern women. And I think, and I think, this is just me, I think front-end payment is way better than back-end. Mm. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not in the business of managing women. Okay, listen to me clear, because people say they have a problem with tricking and you got to pay. No, no, no. I'm, let me just, let me explain it like this. When I was a fitness trainer, I was an independent trainer. I mean, I, I would go into gyms and private communities and I would rent time in these gyms. Now, what I could have done was open my own gym and have the clients come to me. But I would have had to manage the gym. I would have had to manage the purchase of equipment, manage the electric bill, pay the rent to the building, manage the employees, manage the trainers, hire the cleanup staff, uh, keep the doors open, make sure my door didn't get burglarized, check the computers, hire, manage printers. You see what I mean? The printer's out of ink. Oh, that's a problem I have to manage. Uh, the printer, we don't have printer paper. Uh, we need to have a software program to manage the client's now, I said, hell no. I'm going to just do an independent trainer where my, I'm my own business. I train my people and I go home and I, I go to sleep. I don't want to, yeah, manage payroll, have my account. Now, I probably would break even in that business. I might make a little bit, but I have to keep the process going. And I got to keep these, I have to hire people, interview people. Or... I can just manage my own people right here and go to hell home. Either way, will I make more money doing that? Possibly. Could I lose more money? Yeah. Or could I just make my six figures as a trainer, training my clientele, pay my rent to these people and go home? I decided to just manage my clients, pay my rent, 
and not have to deal with the bullshit later. Right? Same thing is with women. I could get women easily. I could get in a relationship right now. I could, there's, there's plenty of women I could You know what? I've been thinking about you, boo, and you've been in my life for so long. You know what? It's just me and you. And then I got to manage that woman. I got to manage her expectations, manage her je- jealousy. She got to check in with me. What you doing? Where you at? Where you going? How come you going there? She got to do the same thing to me. She following my social media. I got to pay for her to do this. I got to go here with this. I got to entertain her. Eventually, she's going to escalate, move in. Eventually, she's going to escalate engagement. Eventually, she's going to escalate pregnancy. Eventually, she's going to escalate marriage. She's not going to stay in girlfriend zone very long. She's going to want to escalate, 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 escalate. Three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, whole week, move in. Girl, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, exclusive. How I'm going to juggle my holes on the side. <laughs> it's too much work. For what? Not when I could be out here 31 flavors basking the robins, pay your ass up front. I got money. And then get your ass back. Yeah, escalate, divorce. Then write a blank check to her. No, 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 no. I got money. Look, I'm going to play in this zone right here. I know what the back end payment looks like. I don't want no parts of that. I know what the management looks like. I want no parts of that. I know what your expectations are. I want no part. I know what your family expectations are going to be. Because not only do you have to battle her expectations, her family's going to be like, what? You're together and you haven't even moved in after eight months? What? You're together? He hasn't even engaged? What? You're together and he knocked you up and he didn't even... That's what her family's doing on the back end. That's what they did to that young soccer star. Oh, how come you haven't married her? You have two kids? Escalate, escalate, escalate. I'm preventing the escalation by giving a separation payment up front. You get the patient, you get the payment up front, meaning I don't have to give you anything after this. With most normie women, when they give you access to their body for free, that means the relationship continues. That's her expectation. Okay, you finally invested enough. I'm going to give you my body. And then now we get to continue going forward because I gave you my body. You can't pull back now. If you pull back now, then I, I, then I get to, uh, then I get to go crazy on you. Then I get to say you ghosted me. But if I say, if I say, this is your, this is when you go to work and they say you're fired, but here's your last paycheck. When they say you're fired, what do they call that? They call that a, um, it's slipping my mind. I keep saying separation. Yeah, 99 problems. What, what's the word that keeps slipping my mind? You'll say it in a second. I have a delay here. Severance. Thank you. It's a severance payment. We're going to go along. Thank you, guys. We're going to severance. We're going to sever the relationship right here. There's no future going forward unless we agree. Severance. I got money. <laughs> this is my severance package. We terminate the relationship from here on out. Nothing more is expected. You don't have to show up anymore. You don't have to know my name. You don't have to text message me, nothing else. Now, if you want to come back, we will negotiate another temporary short-term contract. <laughs> Thank you for being here. You're not getting paid for what you did. You're getting paid to leave my ass alone. All right? That's what <laughs> You're getting paid to leave me alone. There's no more here. 
Now, I bet you she come back like this. <laughs> she come back like this. <laughs> you got any more of that severance package? I got money. <laughs> I'll take some more severance package for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like severance packages. Here <laughs> comes the bankroll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This would make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. I know this goes against what normies or you guys are able to do. Shout out to uh, Julius. We called him Julius Bean. Had to stop my ninja watching. Thank you, coach. Appreciate y'all, man, for coming in. Thank you, man. Mr. K, we're going to call you KB. KB28, did you hear about the rapper Trouble killed by a simp, death by simp? I'm going to read. Somebody mentioned it earlier. I'm going to read about it, and that's going to be another lesson for you guys, death by simp. That's another lesson for you guys on extending, managing relationships. Eventually, just like that woman came in and said, my my ex is my best lover. I, I would go back to him in a second. This is what you deal with managing women. I, I don't want to manage them. Not modern women, I don't. That's like herding kittens. It's like managing recess on the elementary school playground. All right. Mm. Every day they're going to come in. Every day they're going to come in and do something to throw you off. Like, that's what they do. And they think about this all day. Hmm. What kind of shit testing I do him? Right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him the silent treatment, which is a reward. However, there's bullshit that comes with that. I wonder what he's thinking. Hmm, perhaps I might just instigate some bullshit. <laughs> perhaps I'll instigate some bullshit, start a fight. Get some attention. I'll cry and boohoo. And then what I'll do is then eventually we'll have great makeup sex. Perhaps I'll just play that game today. And then here you come, innocent as hell. Doity, doity, doity. You walk in the damn door. You take off your sweater like Mr. Rogers. Hang it up. You take your shoes off. You take your Jordans off. You put your Nike slides on, your your damn uh, your Gucci slides on. You minding your own business. All you want to do is decompress from work. <sighs> Sit in your chair, play some video games, watch the game, jerk off, have your wife be available to her as soon as you come to the door. <laughs> Clap her cheeks. That's all you want when you come home. That's all you want. You just <sighs> have your drink, whatever it is, water, Kool-Aid, Hawaiian punch, beer. Whatever it is, you just want to, here she come with her bullshit. Here she come. I'm going to try this bullshit. She couldn't wait for you to get home to try this shit. She come marching in like a, a toddler. You know how they come in, marching right through the door. Here we go. Ignite instigation. <laughs> you sit there like, what are you doing? What? Huh? When? Who? What is going on here? <laughs> 
Now you got to deal with, okay, what game are you playing? If you're a simp or if you're a normie, you don't realize that this is a game. This is some game that she drummed up, that she met with her girls, and they was at happy hour. You know, girl, you know what she should do. Ignite, ignite shit test, uh, letter B. You know what we do? Put that on him. She'd be like, put, like in life, put, put that on him. Put that on him and see what he does. I bet he doesn't love me. He hasn't told me he loved me for about five days. He hasn't even kissed me. You know what you should do? Put that on him. <laughs> all right. Put that on him and then see what he do. This is what women sit around thinking about all day. You know why? Because they're social. This isn't a negative about them. This is how they interact with you to test you. They want to test how it is and where the relationship is. And should they go sleep with the coworker that's putting game in their ear? Should they commit? Do they want something? They want you to buy something. They want to take a trip. They want you to take the leap. Whatever it is, this is what they do. <laughs> he says, <laughs> executive order 66. Let's see if you, uh-huh. And then as soon as you say, man, would you get out of here with that bullshit? <laughs> He's verbally abusive. He's financially abusive. He's uh, physically abusive. I am in an abusive relationship. Come save me. She on Facebook push, posting, uh, posting, posting memes that are ambiguous. You know what I mean? She'll post a meme up. Everybody's in the comment section. Girl, are you all right? Or she'll post like two words, dot, dot, dot. You know, it's about love, dot, dot, dot. Girl, you okay? On Facebook, 88 comments, no replies back from her. Girl, we gonna, we gonna have a rescue mission. We coming to get you. We need an intervention. She come back three days later. Oh, everything's all right. She posts a picture of her, you and her together. This is my man forever. Two days ago, she was a damn on fire, bro. Mm. <laughs> Somebody said, doing my best, dot, dot, dot. Yo, this is the stuff that you got to put up with managing women. And by the way, your bank account is hemorrhaging. hemorrhaging. I mean, I just want to go out to a nice restaurant. Take me to Fleming's. Take me to Mastro's. You go to Mastro's, 380 bucks just to get her ass back in the position. Nah, I help. Oh, my ex-boyfriend called. He's asking how I was doing. Perhaps you'd be interested in this information. She blowing shit up. <laughs> Tell me, bro, am I lying, man? Hey, this is what you deal with managing women. No, nah, not, not, dude, I'm too old for that. I'm too old for these games. So what I'm going to do is, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over to the junior college and see who need a big fresh bowl of jasmine rice. All right, any of you ladies hungry at the dorm? Okay, come see me. <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Shout out to Salif. Salif says, Coach, uh, why do the modern women want to consistently be consistently entertained like we are a circus? So uh, this is how you start off relationships. Okay, they're social creatures. We're not very social. Some of us are antisocial, and we get called antisocial as if it's a negative. We don't depend on socialization. It's nice. It's good for you mentally, but we don't need it. They need it. This is how they orchestrate and organize themselves from day one. This is why your daughter invites you over to a tea party from day one. All right. And then it extends from there to third grade when they huddling up in their little cliques and they're walking around three girls and there's three girls over here and they're talking shit about the other ones and they're full out in the escalated war, emotional war. They're social creatures. But sometimes this social so socializing causes chaos. All right. 
in their little, it causes a silent chaos. Now, when you show up, you don't know nothing about this. And then they start telling you about traditional things. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should do that. Right. And that'll get my attention. And then in essence, without them giving anything under the social contract, she can gain and then entice you that you're going to get something and then pull back. No, I ain't going to give it to you. But thanks for the entertainment. Thanks for the dates. Thanks for the basketball game. Thanks for the nights out. Uh, but no. I don't owe you anything. It's great for them. It's a great social contract, which they were only intended to play for a short period of time. These people extended out for 30 years. All right. But it was only intended to play until they found the right suitable mate in their small area. These people do it for 30 years. They've taken the game and twisted it, and they do this, what they call serial dating. And they think you're supposed to entertain their ass and at the same time have time to work, make money, talk on the phone, text. There was a time where they, many women didn't ever see their husband. He was off at war. He was off fighting. He was out on some boat somewhere. He was out on a damn, uh, on a rig, oil rig. He was doing something other than sitting here on DMs, talking and chatting and talking back and forth. I'm not a monkey. I'm not a tap dancer. I'm not going to entertain you. That's what your hen house is for. That's what your friendships are for. But she, what they want from you and what you weak men want is you want your girlfriend to be your best friend. You want her to be your homie lover friend. You want her to be your everything. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not your everything. You need to talk to somebody. You better go find your damn uh, nappy-headed friends or you better go find something. But what they threaten you is if you're not going to talk to me, I'll find a man that will. See, I mean, I can't manage modern women. Well, you ain't going to give me attention. I'll go to Facebook. I'll go to Instagram. I'll go to OnlyFans. I'll go to Seeking Arrangements. I'll go get some attention. I'll load up a dating app. I'll go get a WhatsApp. And so they threaten you with, I'll just go back to these guys then. Okay, there's other guys in line. You, you want to step out of line? There's other. Yeah, I'm not managing them. I'm not managing them. Ladies, it's very simple. Be under 25. And be hungry or have a need. Is it going to be Jasmine? Is it going to be biology books? <laughs> what is your need? We can fulfill that and I can give you a severance pa package as a means to congratulate you for your performance here. I ain't going to be your friend. I'm not going to breed your pal. I'm not going to be your homie. I'm not going to be your bestie. I'm not going to be your soulmate. I'm not, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time. And now I'm not taking you on vacation because there's girls when I get there that I'm going to want to go see. Come see me. Hail Mary. One quick see. What do we have here now? Do you want to ride or die? Biology books, baby, baby. I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the streets of George next to getting peacefully. <laughs> Come with me. Hail Mary. All right, man. I'm messing around today, bro. I'm messing around today. It's Monday. Are we having fun? Ladies, uh, what I'm going to tell you is you guys aren't used to men talking like that. Turn the tassel says went FT on YouTube. 
and three other LLCs. Thanks to you. Shout out to you and his YouTube is T3CG. All right, I'm going to see if I can pull that up. T, wait, T3CG. I'm going to try to pull that up in a minute. All right, thank you for that. Congratulations, man. That's what it's about. Joseph Jones, uh, show you a beautiful girl. I'll show you a man that's tired up banging her. It's all the way. <laughs> Somebody says, keep going. <laughs> keep going. This is the entertainment that you need, brothers. Oh, I'm going to ask you this. Since we're going a little bit further. Don't look. Gentlemen, when was the last time you hung around? And this is, this is just what I want to ask you. When was the last time you hung around with a woman or a group of women and you came back energized? You came back like, boy, that was so rewarding. Man, I learned a whole bunch today. You know what? I never thought about life like this. Perhaps their philosophy is actually right. Most of the time, what has happened is what I call the law of diminishing returns. This is a philosophy that I teach you guys uh, that you guys and your father have never, ever taught you. Let's teach you guys the law of diminishing returns on the way out here. Most of the time you're drained. Most of the times, especially if you're in the community, you're arguing, you're in a full scale gender war or an argument about something frivolous. Have you ever gone to a family function in the community? Y'all arguing in no time flat argument, full out, a full out, all, all assault, full scale war. <laughs> Many times you came out, you came out more dumb and less intelligent. So uh, this is the law of diminishing returns, and you can apply this to economics. You can apply this to relationships. I apply this to I I apply this to when I told you when I go to parties and nightclubs. The law of diminishing returns. I I arrived at nine forty five, around eleven o'clock. I'm at the point of diminishing returns. If I stay till eleven thirty and into twelve o'clock. The bullshit is about to happen. If I stay at one or two, it's about to be somebody about to get a bottle wrapped around their head or the guns, the, the guns going to start clapping. All right. By one o'clock, two o'clock, the longer I say this is the law of diminishing returns. So it's an economic principle. And this is what I teach men. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. There's no lean, no longer. Uh, if you stay hanging with a woman, this is my rule about an hour and a half. Tops, and that includes the interaction, right? That includes the interaction. If I go past the two-hour mark, she's going to have me watching a French movie in subtitles. And I don't want to do that, especially after we've had sex. I don't want to watch that. I know this now at my age. So I'm going to cut off the interaction however I can. Either you have to leave now or I have to pay you to leave. One of these two things are going to happen. Here it is. There it is right here. So the productive phase of anything, any investment, any business is going to have the productive phase. You're going to be happy. You're going to be happy with the interaction. Let's just say this is 9 p.m. 9 p.m. with any woman. You're talking. You're 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 not talking about politics yet. You're you're just introducing each other. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. Um, good to see you. Let me rub your shoulders. Let me look at your feet. Whatever you want to do. You're here. And then y'all start in, engaging with each other physically. <laughs> you start engaging with each other physically, and then you bust. Roar! You've already had your orgasm right here. It's 1030. 
Now, from here on out, it's about to go. The best thing that can happen is she leaves. The worst thing that can happen is extended conversation. I mean, maybe if you want to go round two, you want to do your round two, maybe. But it ain't going to be your best. You know, you just kind of like, all right, why am I here? Maybe if it's your first time with her, you'll go round two and three. But it's about to get reckless now. The, now you're going round two and round three. She, she's spending the night. You know this. She's spending the night. Here's 1030. You can send her home because she's got to go to work early. But now you don't went to 1030, 11, 1130, 12 right here. Now she's going to spend the night. You don't want that. Damn. Why don't you go home at noon? Well, by the time I go home, I'll just wait to leave at 5.30 in the morning. Damn. Now she's sleeping all up in your bed. You can't roll around. You can't snore. You can't jump in the shower. You go at the sink washing yourself out. Now she talking, keeping your ass up. Now you got to go to get work early. You want to get rid of her. Okay, <laughs> you want to get rid of her. But now she's stuck with you the longer you hit that 12 o'clock mark. Now, if she happens to be up 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, keeping your ass up, <laughs> disaster. Disaster. Negative returns. Now, she, it, it, it's not going to work in your favor. All negative returns. Same thing as if you take her out on a date. You better start that date at 6 o'clock p.m. If you start it at 9 o'clock, you're going to fill her belly up, have her fun, and she's going to start pulling back. 10.30, oh, I got to go, go to work early. Why don't you come back to the crib? Uh, I got to leave. Uh, diminishing returns. The law of diminishing returns. The point of diminishing returns and the point of maximum output. Learn it. Apply it to your life. This is the most I'm going to get out of this. I better, I better uh, abandon ship. I better abandon ship. If I don't abandon ship now, it's going to turn into an argument, a disagreement, or whatever it is. Abandon ship. What I do is abandon ship before the point of maximum output. You got to leave before that. Because, yeah, it can still go up round two, round three. But now that's the match you're getting out of that. And it's about to turn left. You just want to kick me out. Do you even want me here? I mean, I have to stay here. But do you even want me here? Man, yeah, just go on and stay. Well, do you want me to just go on and stay? Do you want me to just leave or just go on and stay? I mean, that's different. It's different if you want me here, but you just telling me just go on and stay. Oh, my Lord, Jesus. If you left, I wouldn't mind. See, what type of girl do you think I am? I'm not a girl. What do you, where do you want out of this? Where is this going? We need to have a talk. <laughs> All you want to do is go play your game of Madden that you didn't play because you started at 8 p.m., you want to jump on and you play a game of Madden real quick. You try to rush her out the door. Get on, get on real quick. I need a game of Madden before I go to sleep. But now you can't get no game of Madden in. Unless you cold-blooded and you leave her ass in the bedroom and you go get your game of Madden in. I actually did that once and it turned it, dude, let me tell you this. Did that once. Uh, girl went, there was a girl that I've been hooking up for for years, round and round. And she hit me up. She's like, why don't you come out? I was like, you know, I don't come out. And she was a person I didn't want to necessarily be seen with in public. So I was like, no, nope. <laughs> but I was like, if you want to come through afterwards, come on through. She was already drunk. All right. It was already like 1130. I was like, just all right. So she comes through. Barely make. I think she came in an Uber. 
she came in an Uber and um we went to we went right to the bedroom. I finished off and I was like, she wanted to get the cuddling. She wanted to pass out. She wanted to do the pass out thing. And I was like, shit. I was like, here it comes. The law of diminishing returns. So it was an easy one. It was a layup, but the I was at the point of diminishing returns. And then she tried to do the pass out cuddle. And so what did I do? I got up and I left her ass there on the bed leaking. And I went to my living room and I chilled and I was just watching TV, a.k.a. Play, playing Madden. And so I was like, here it comes. And then I knew what she was doing. So she stayed back there for a good hour. She stayed back there for a good hour and I didn't budge. But it was like, it was like, like 1.30 in the morning. And I was already like, oh shit, you know, I'm, I'm so, I want to go to sleep. But I'm giving her the impression I'm not coming in here to cuddle, right? So I go back out onto the living room couch. She comes out an hour later, pissed. She comes out an hour later. What is this? What type of stuff is this? You just treat me like a dirty 304. And this and that, she going off. Top of her voice. This is a white woman. All right. I'm just looking at her like this here. I'm playing it cool. <laughs> what is it? You just treat me like this. I know we're just hooking up, but you can at least. Like she could, I could at least cuddle with her and let her pass out and then have to deal with her into the morning and all that shit. And I was like, nope. I was like, you knew what it was. You knew what this was. You the one came over here. So I didn't argue with her. So I said, listen, it's late in the evening. This in the morning, actually, you're yelling. <laughs> so I was looking at her like, yeah, somebody said, how was I looking? I was looking at her like this, Martin Luther. Hey, what the hell? This house looked at her right here. Where's Martin right here? This house looked at her like this. So I was looked over at her like this here while she going off ranting and raving. I let her get it out. I let her get all her energy out. And I said, do you want me to take you home? This is aftercare now. Remember I was telling you about aftercare? Because what you guys would do is argue with her, let the argument escalate, and now she's pissed. And so I was like, I'm not escalating this argument. I just looked at her, Martin Luther. I was like, well, I can take you home. Is, is that what you like me to do? And she was pissed because she wanted me to be like, oh, okay, no, don't worry. I'll jump in the bed with you. Or she wanted me to argue. And I was like, I'm giving you none of that. I can take you home. She, take me home. She's storming around with her purse. You know, they got a purse, 18, 18 million things in the bag. She's going through her bag. So I aftercare the rest. It's time to aftercare. Don't escalate. Don't argue. Don't give them what they want. But let's get her home safely. I drive her home. Dead silence. <laughs> I'm in Newport. She lived in um, like uh, Huntington Beach. Drive her home to Huntington Beach. Make sure she get into the house. Everybody's safe. You have your keys. Everything's good. Good to see you. Text me when you get inside. I got the text, ping, ping. She's good. She made it inside safely. She didn't get kidnapped. Nobody touched her afterwards with all my DNA on her. She's in. The next day, she's apologizing. I'm so sorry. I understand what this is. I understand you don't want more, but I apologize. I went off on you. So I got the aftercare. I got what I needed on the back end. I got her apologizing. 
I was drunk. You know that. I like to have a good time. I was disappointed. Maybe we, oh, I think she ended it off. Can we still F each other from time to time? I hope we can still F each other. That's basically how she ended it off. I was like, bing, got what I wanted. <laughs> got what I wanted. I got the aftercare. I treated her nice. I didn't yell at her. I didn't get her. I didn't berate her. I didn't have to pimp slant. I didn't have to threaten her. Just get her back safely. Get, she's drunk. Get her back. Get the text message. Get the confirmation. Make sure she's in her bed. I didn't walk her in, but I made sure she got through her garage. She's on the inside. I Last time I saw her. <laughs> Ping. I'm good. I don't have any more responsibility for this. Now it's all on her. She gave me the text back, the uh, confirmation she's on the inside, confirmation that she was in the wrong thing. And I never touched her after that. She would occasionally, oh, look, get the, get. no, that's okay. <laughs> but we fooled around for a couple of years up until that point. But that was the last time I saw her. Guess what? She's married. She's now married. She's married now. She's married to Gump. Yep. She used to pay for me to go to, uh, she's like, oh, I got concerts to this and stand-up comedy shows. She used to pay for all that. Again, that whole thing about women paying me and all that. Like, I've been there and done all of that stuff. All right. She was nothing. She wasn't a looker. She was the easy layup. But that type of person, I look at, she's not a good investment. The law of diminishing returns. That was about the best I was going to get out of her. <laughs> but she's married. Somebody says, was her name Lisa? No, no, it was another. And when I saw her get married to this gump, y'all, cheesing, I'm like, damn, look at this gump. Look at that gump. <laughs> this dude married her. Oh, Lord. I was like, if he only knew. If dude only knew. All right, let's do the last couple of uh, super chats. In the building. Shout out to Deadly Ellie. Uh, stop bring calling women ladies. There are no ladies. They belong to the street. Uh, we need to distinguish that. Same thing with gentlemen. We need a nice guy, a gentleman. Well, not all ladies or women are ladies, and not all ladies are right. We need to distinguish between somebody that will slap a man that you can't hit a woman. That ain't no woman no more. You just now violated. You are now an you are now an enemy. Billy the kid hate the social contract coach, but I love it. When a chat hit him with the Uno reverse card, quote, just because we hang out uh, and you buy me gifts and we have raw sags, I say I love you doesn't mean we're together. <laughs> that too. Your commitment is the biggest thing you can ever get away. That's why they fight so vigorously to give you, get, to get the commitment from you. It's your most important thing that you can give away. And you guys give it away recklessly. I've been there. I've given away my commitment without very little investment on her end, and I always regretted it. Shout out to Gabriel M. Forgive me, coach. I simped this weekend with a post wall. Well, how did you simp? Did you have practice or did you marry her? That's a difference. We got to clear up what simping is. If you just had fun and practice, that's different. If you told her you love her and you put her face between her thighs and yeah, now that's probably doing too much. Or maybe your lust got the best of you. Dre, 
Females today are too selfish to be taken seriously. Yeah, they're giving you raw deals out here today. Raw deals. In my opinion, absolutely unfavorable circumstances. River Bacon, grab a coffee on me, coach. Thank you for working hard. Pause. As we, as the young generation says, everything's pause. And I think with that being said, I got to walk my dog speaking of pause. Yeah, practice is not simping. If you take a walk, I, you know, older women all the time will come over easily up. That's not simping. If you tell her you love her and you got to lie to the woman and you she thinks you're in a relationship, I think that's simping. I think that's low grade. But um, it's all about, guys, it's leverage and options. That's the only way I deal with women today. The only way. If I don't have leverage and options, I don't go forward. I don't try to create the leverage or options. It's got to be, I got to have the leverage or options. If she has it in any form or fashion, I don't proceed. I don't try to tip the scale. I don't try to run no game. I don't try to run frame. It's not that she's out of my league. It's just that she got the cards right now. And I'll I'll just I'll just um I'll just respectfully back out. Nah, that's okay. She's not where I want her. <laughs> she's not where I want her. I won't go forward. Anyway, brothers, we got to get out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. We'll be back this afternoon with some new stories. Peace. <laughs>